What's going on? What is happening? They said they're ready to buy art. Matt art Cox. Matthew Cox, we're back. We're back. No. Yeah, we are. I don't oh, think yeah. so. No. Liquid Death. Sponsored by Liquid Death. No. Matt, turn your phone off. We're good. I don't think, I don't see it. That's fine. You don't need I to see it. Live. You just need to talk. You need to pay attention. I'm not stay, stay here and I, I listen. You just need to sit there Based and let on, us interrupt you for two hours, okay? Oh, bro. Jesus, they, they hate you fuckers. Oh, Boy, good. I let mean, them hate. I love them when they hate them. I love them when they hate You must. You'd have to. Right? I mean, I don't get... I still... All right, turn your phone off, bro. What do you want me to do? I'm just telling you. We're doing a live stream. Just focus on this. You old man. Your art. How you been, Matt? Thanks for joining the live podcast, the Matt Cox Stolen Art Auction number two. My audio is super low in my headphones. That's good. That's better. I thought you did this for a living. Put your headphones on. Oh. Yeah, we do. You see this awesome what happened computer to please? we got? What happened to thank you and please and, hey, could you please, do, you know? I mean. Not, not from Danny. You ain't getting no. that from Danny. Ridiculous. Sorry, bro. Ridiculous. Fucking cocksucker. Mm. How you been? I, I bet this is great with the headphones. What are we doing here yeah. today, Matt? Tell the audience why we're here. I don't know. You you called me and said. We're going to auction off a bunch of your art. Your your beautiful paintings back here. Auctioning off. I have a price. You have a price. An auction. I I just have a price, and I've got like ten of these, and you got to show them in front of the camera. You got to bring one close. We will. Okay. So I got. I have ten of these. I I want two seventy five for each one, and I'll and that includes me mailing it to you anywhere within the United States or the the continental United States. So. If you're in Hawaii or Puerto Rico, you're hit. But, you know, whatever. I'll mail it to California or New York or whatever. Cool. So explain to me. Oh, also, you're going to be doing uh, live portraits, commissioned portraits. <laughs> for people. did you call it portraits? <laughs> you just said bring some. You said to do some sketches. So let me explain. I, uh, I thought it would be a great idea to have Matt Cox bring in some blank canvases. So... All you beautiful viewers online can commission Matt live like to do a, a drawing for you. He brought some paint markers so you can do some live drawings for the chat, people in the chat. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You been working out? No. Okay. My, my shirt's just super tight today. Um, Somebody donated 50 bucks. Wow. Thank Get you out. so much. Wait, to Danny? Wait a second. Wait a second. Let <laughs> oh, me explain something. Fuck. There's a fucking PayPal. Danny doesn't need any money. Wait, 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 wait. Danny's no, rolling wait. in the money. money the money... You. 
that they're going to pay you, which we're going to give out your PayPal. If they want to support Matt Cox, we're going to give out his These PayPal are just shortly. Chat donations. And they can. And he'll give them to you. You can trust them. <laughs> no, he won't. Last time he goes, I don't care about the money. I'll give you all the money. Then later he goes, I'll split it with you. <laughs> I was like, that's well, fair. We all right, we got to stop talking over each other because it's going to be a shit show if we keep doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's upset you. In, in the past, Danny. you've never talked over me. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Anyways, when you start, when we start to do uh, auction off the paintings and do the live commissioned artwork, we will give out Matt Cox, uh, what's it called? PayPal, your PayPal email, and they can pay you directly there. But if you want to support the chat, the podcast, go ahead. <laughs> they said they want to do an interview in Spanish. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. On a Spanish channel. <clears throat> I don't oh. speak Spanish. I mean, how so, am I supposed to... So, uh, explain to me what you got going on. What what was the inspiration behind this okay. painting that you brought in today? You, you brought in four of the same paintings, all in different colors. Well, two of them are the same. No, they're all different, though. I mean, like, she's pink. She's skin tone. The other one's magenta, purple. So, I mean, they're all... Di they're different colors. The backgrounds are... Two of them are the same. Yeah, yeah. It's but they're all different paintings. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all different. <clears throat> but uh, there's a guy named Robert Smith who bought. Do you remember that paint? Oh, I don't think you saw that painting. I, I sent you the. I think I sent you the um, the time lapse where I did. It was called Angry Baby. It was a kid that's crying, mm. like screaming. So the guy that bought that, his name is Robert Smith. He bought that, and then he came back after he got it. And he was like, "Wow, you know, this is great." He said, "I want to." painting the same size as same size it was three foot by four foot he said of rob zombie's wife blowing a bubble there's some video he sent me the video and rob zombie's wife in the video is blowing a bubble mm -hmm. but you can't see her very well like you can see her but you can only it's a real it's it's cropped real tight and i thought you know what if i could superimpose her face and and hands over another chick then i could get like a full body shot it'd be a cooler painting it'd be you know, it's more aesthetically pleasing. Let's put it that way. So I started looking, and as I was searching for women blowing, you know, bubblegum bubbles, and I started searching, I came across this image, and I looked at it, and I, I, I thought, man, that, I, I love that image. That's a great image. So then I took it, and I did, uh, I mass produced, because I'm getting tired of, I'm not tired of it. What the fuck? Is that a helicopter flying over us? I feel like there's a helicopter landing on top of the building right now. It's not me. <clears throat> They're coming for his defense. No, it's not me. <laughs> it's the doctor. It's um, he's flying in. So um, he, uh, <laughs> um, what's going on? I'm probably getting notifications. Okay, so so anyway, I, yeah, I, I got this, and and I got a lot of guys that are like, like they can't afford like 800 bucks. They're like, hey, you know that pa other painting was eight hundred bucks, or this one's six hundred. Like I can't afford that. What can you do for two fifty? What can, can you do something for me for two hundred fifty dollars or for three hundred three hundred dollars? It's like, no, I can't. There's nothing I can do for three hundred dollars. But then I thought, you know what? If I take the same design and I just mass produce it, like I pay, I I paint it over and over and over again, and maybe and it took three or four days, but if I can do that over and over and over again. Then I can sell those for like two seventy five, and I can mail it to you, and it's affordable. And they're all mm -hmm. different paintings; they're all individual paintings. They're the same image. Why can't you just? Couldn't you just create like one really badass painting, and then do prints of them, and just sign them all? Right, but but they're they're prints, and and, and I, at some point in the future, I may do prints. But for right now, it's like to me, and I could be wrong. It's like I would rather I would rather have like a piece of artwork. 
Yeah, people like, like the live paint. Right. I mean, it's a, it's a painting. It, it's a it's a real piece of it's a real piece of art as opposed to a copy. And that's really what it boils down to is it's a copy. Can you put your phone on silent? Do you mind? I can't. This is John. This is John Boziak. <clears throat> Sorry. Tell him to call in. He can buy some art. Uh oh. We'll wait. He's talking shit on me live. <laughs> I gotta turn. I know. I gotta turn this off. He'll. he'll hey, do you want a sticker for the Church of Chill? I don't know what that is. It's a. It's an amazing podcast done by my friend Sean Dunn and his beautiful girlfriend Cass. Yes, they do a morning Cass. live meditation podcast every morning on their channel. Cass is extremely, extremely attractive. You um, think? <laughs> I mean, so, she is she is really attractive, but you have different taste, so because you got the hots for Katie, Kate, Kate, Katie, where is Katie? What she, happened to Katie? We don't we don't bring her around when you're here. I mean, she, Katie was also tall though, wasn't she? Was like five nine or so. Like, yeah, like Katie could take me in a fair fight. I can't date a chick that could take me in a fair fight. She's too tall for you. Five nine? <laughs> She's a giant, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I did their podcast. I know. How was it? It was good. They they were stoned the whole time. Like they kept smoking, and I kept saying, "Like, am, can I? Am I going to fail? Like, a, what if I get like a, a, a urine test or something? Like, what if I get a? Yeah. Am I going to fail being around you guys? No, you're fine, bro. You're <laughs> fine. You know, but they were they were stoned the whole time. Yeah, they yeah. never stopped for two hours. They smoked straight for two hours. Nice. <laughs> How did you meet them, uh, Tyler? Oh God. How, how, what were you expecting when you went there to go meet up with these people? Did you know anything about them or? I, I had tried to watch their video of Florida Man they, or their documentary Florida Man. You tried to watch it? I tried because there, you, when you punch in Florida Man, there's, there's like a hundred Florida, Florida Man. And you got to type in documentary after. I, I mean, I did. I still got tons of them. I mean, I, I never, I don't, I think I may have watched it. I think I did watch part of it, but you know, and, and. So Tyler told me about them, and I watched it, and they, they had won, like, Tribeca. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, well, let me try and find this. And I watched it, and, you know, Tyler, by that point, had already been like, hey. He already booked you. Yeah, he basically already booked me. <laughs> he already had it booked. You'll hey, be, check this out. He's you'll already be, got the date booked. Yeah, you'll be meeting them here at this time. I don't even know what's going on. He, and basically, you know, they do documentaries. Um, they own a production company. So I figured, okay, well, while I'm there, I can pitch one of my other stories to them, which I did pitch. And uh, which they're interested in that story. It's like a cocaine cowboy story. Mm. And the guy's actually in Halfway House right now. Really? One, one of the guys. Who and, is this guy? Uh, his name's Mike Hudson. He's basically he and his brother Doug were they were they're like cocaine cowboys, bro. Back in the um, in the in the late seventies and eighties, they were in Miami, and they were like they know all those guys, all the guys. Um, all the big time uh, cocaine cowboys and drug dealers, everything. They were taking boats out and loading up the boats uh, with the Midian cartel was loading up boats and they're bringing it in Miami and their mother was running the whole operation. Bro, it's, it's an amazing story. It's, it's an amazing story. It's crazy how many people that we've met and even had on here that were somehow affiliated with the Medellin cartel. Oh, well, it was a huge, op- massive operation. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, these guys, it, Doug's brother... You wouldn't know this, but uh, um, so Jesse Jackson ran for president back in the 80s, right? Right. Um, so I'm sorry. Mike's brother, Doug, has actually been in three different um, – he's been in three different 
Caribbean prisons. He's escaped from two of them. And the third one, Jesse Jackson, flew into Cuba, convinced Castro to hand over 22 or 23 prisoner, American prisoners that he had been holding in his prisons, put them on his plane and flew them back to the United States. Mike Hudson's brother, Doug Hudson, was one of those guys. And um, this guy, uh, Robert Young, Bobby Young, was the second guy. Now, all of them were run by his mother, ran an entire crew of guys. Uh, Mike Hudson, was uh, he was in the Dirty Dozen. Hmm. I mean, you know, th- listen, their whole What's story. What's the Dirty Dozen? It's a, it's a motorcycle gang. Oh, okay. Their whole story is just, it's just, it's just this amazing epic journey that puts hmm. like the cocaine cowboys, like that story. It just, it's just, I don't want to say it puts it to shame because that was a, a great story, but that was more about Miami. These guys just have this epic journey that goes on for about 10 or 15 years. Listen, Mike's been in prison. He's been in in Arizona State Prison, Florida State Prison, and done two federal bids. I mean, this guy, this guy's amazing. I remember when when I did the research on him, he told me a story. I'll just do this real quick. He told me, like, sometimes you hear stories, right? Like, guys will tell you stories. And, you know, you're sitting there. I'm, I'm sitting there writing the story. I'm taking notes. And, you know, halfway through the story, it's like, cut this. It's like, cut this shit, bro. This isn't real. You're, bull, you're bullshit. This is like a Clint Eastwood movie. You didn't. And he's telling me that he was backing his Jaguar up in the, uh, into a parking space and a couple of rednecks beeped at him and he flipped him the bird or they flipped him a bird, whatever they pull over and get out. Three guys come up to him and say, if you saw Mike Hudson, he's a five foot 10 version of Clint Eastwood. Only he looks meaner is meaner and add about 20 pounds of just solid muscle. The guy's a beast. So these three guys come up to him on the street and they go, Hey motherfucker, why don't you, you go, you gonna shoot a bird at me now, huh? What you got? What you got? And he goes, uh, "Don't just just get out of here. Just get out of here. Don't don't you know? You don't want none of this." They're like, "Yeah, you got something." And so Mike, fuck, boom! He punches one in the face. Guy drops. The other guy swings at him. He catches him in the shoulder. He punches that guy. Guy goes down. He chases the other guy into a Piccadilly. You know, Piccadilly, like a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. The guy pulls a knife out and starts swinging at him. Mike takes the knife away and smashes him in the face. Just so happens that there's two cops eating. They jump up, grab both of them, and while they're being dragged out of the restaurant, the kid mouths off to him again, and Mike pops him, knocks out his two front teeth. Now, this is a story Mike told me, and I thought, you're telling me. Yeah, right. At, th- at four, like 40 years old, you beat the crap out of three 25-year-olds. Stop it. That never happened. So then, but I had ordered all the Freedom of Information Acts. One day I get one in from Miami, and not only do I have the police report where he beat these guys, three guys' asses in the middle of downtown Miami, I have a transcript from when one of the guys sued Mike. And in the transcript, the very end of it, he describes exactly what Mike said. In the very end of it, he, the, uh, the, one of the lawyers says to him, do you regret pulling over and confronting Mr. Hudson? And he says, well, of course I do. I'd still have my two front teeth. <laughs> it's just like, damn, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, and of course, if you met Mike, you'd, you'd talk to him for 10 minutes and you'd be like, yeah, I can see this. I can, I can see him swinging on these guys and getting into a fight and the whole thing. But he's, he's, the guy's a beast. He's a beast. When is he getting out? He's, he's in the halfway house right now. 
he he and his brother, I'm trying to put together a with Cass and her whole group. Because the truth is, I don't even know what's the, what's what's her boyfriend's name. Sean. Like I don't even know who Sean is. Like I, I don't even, if Sean was How in the room. How fucking dare I you? I mean, if if Cass and Sean are in the room, it, I'm just talking to Cass. I don't even know who Sean is. I mean, it's like, hey, so what are we doing? You creepy old man. I'm telling you, I, you saw her. So, um, so anyway. I was just thinking, who's watching this? I was just... I'm, well, they're probably watching it. Sean's oh, it's watching fine. it. No, all your girlfriends are watching it. Oh, mm-hmm. that's... The, you know. Tinder dates. Tinder dates. That was a great segue. We should talk about your latest... I don't have... They have I got kicked off all the so, wh- so They banned Matt You're Cox. making YouTube videos now on your mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Right. Where you're basically telling your personal, deep, depressing stories of... of your failed relationships. You. I mean, it is very depressing. You it's, talk about being depressed. I mean, yeah, I'm depressed, but you know, I'm by this by nightfall, I'm over it. Hmm. It's in the morning when I'm ready to shoot myself. Thank God I can't have a gun. I thought um, it was the opposite. I thought you were telling me when you were in prison at night. No, I said <laughs> I wake up in the morning. It's like everything I can do to get out of bed. Okay. I talk. I start talking myself through the day. Okay. I still do it to this day. I lay in bed for ten minutes thinking, coffee. You've got coffee. It's just in the next room. You like coffee, you know. <laughs> and eventually, I pull myself out of bed. I go in. I start That's the every coffee. day. Every day. Every day, you wake up depressed. And and it, how long does it last? Sometimes it's worse than others. Because well, well, your heart I mean, broken. No, I'm heartbroken. No, this was happening when he was still, when he was in prison. No, oh, this is prison. It still happens now. It still happens. Depression. You don't get over it. You're always depressed, or you're medicated. So I don't want to. I don't want to take the medication. I'm afraid rot my brain or something. I'll be 70 years old and they'll find out, and then suddenly I have Parkinson's. Are you still going to a uh, psychiatrist? No, I I only had to do that for. I only had to do that for a year. Do you miss going to the psychiatrist? No, you don't think it was good for you at all. No, she was trying to make me, you know, be a better person, and I'm not interested in that. I can't. You can't fix this. I told her. I said, well, "You can't. Fi- I'm not gonna. I can't be a, a, a scumbag for like 50 years. I get out of prison. I'm gonna talk to you for a year, and you're gonna you're gonna change my behavior. Plus, I don't want to change. It's working for me. I like me. Yeah. No, but you do like talking about shit. You like talking about yourself. You like talking about things you do and your feelings. And sometimes that feels good. <laughs> I, you know, the the subtle mocking is what you know. It's me. No, I'm being serious. Hey. Oh. I don't know who that is. Austin's girlfriend's here. Austin's girlfriend. Ah. <laughs> I thought that was Katie, but she's too short to be Katie. Yeah. Katie would have had a hunch to get through the door. <laughs> I can't believe you think she's fucking tall. She is. She's is like 5'9". Katie's not that tall. No? I mean, she's probably my height. How tall are you? I'm 5'10". <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's, for a woman? She's in a good tall. pair of shoes. No, she's not that tall. No, she's probably 5'9", 5'8". 5'8", 5'9". Listen, if you're 5'7", you're a giant to me. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So listen to this. This is this was, uh, this was really struck me. I was talking to Matt on the phone like a couple weeks ago, and he was talking to me how his previous girlfriend broke up with him. And you can tell. Well, t- Jess. You, I want you to tell Jess. the full story about that in a minute. All right. But um, <clears throat> he's talking about all these dating apps, how it's so hard for him. You'll tell the story. But I asked him, like, Matt. Fuck a dating app. Why don't you just go to a, like go to the bar yeah. and try to chat up some lady at the bar, buy a drink? Yeah. Matt's response to me was, "I'm five five. I can't five six. I'm five. Sucker. I'm five foot six. I can't go to a bar and pick up chicks. 
Oh, come on. I'm like a little fucking midget. It's like, what What are they going to do? So, so what, they're going to pick the tall guy every time. No. Can, can you unpack alcohol, that statement for me? As, as soon as the alcohol you go, starts blowing. You say, he goes, nah, you know, he's 6'1". You're 5'10". He, he's 5'10", you're 6'1", and you guys are not. Six, are you serious? Yeah. It's fucking freak can you, show. Can you do me a um, favor? Hold on. Can you do me a favor and what? explain that statement to me? What? Un- unpack that statement for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to steal that. I'm using that. <laughs> I mean, why say explain when you can say unpack? Go ahead. Uh, when you uh, which said, one? When you said you can't go to a bar and chat up ladies because Listen, you're 5'6". The uh, average height of a woman is like 5'6". And they're all wearing heels. So let's face it. Already they're staring down at me, right? Unless I want to wear platform shoes. So, which I'd wear if it wasn't so obvious. Just going to the wrong bar. Wrong bar? What the one where they wear where, the, the, dir- the dirty foot bar? The I'll go. I'll go to the dirty foot bar where they wear flip flops. Show me where that bar is on the beach. Yeah, yeah he's, he's right. First of all, you know the other problem with going to a bar? You go to a bar. Yeah, you what hang bar out. are you going to where everyone's wearing high heels? Yeah, you're going to Tampa and shit. No, I don't go to bar. I've never. I haven't been to you're a bar to, in you're, twenty you're, years. You're probably thinking like the nightclub. I'm, I haven't gone to a bar in 20 years. I'm saying, in general... Go to timeout, get you a 5'6 over there right now. They, people are hating on you, boys. Let me tell you, they're going to be like, shut up, hat rack. Fucking quit asking questions and not let Cox respond. All right, we can't talk over Cox. Okay, so listen. The... <laughs> Why the fuck did I drive over here? It's an hour to get here. Anyway, so what I am saying is this. Is that if you hang out at a bar and you talk to one or two women the entire time you're there, what are the, what's the likelihood that you end up hooking up? This has got to go on for months and months before you end up finding a chick that you like. First of all, not just knocking them off. I'm not talking about knocking them off, okay? That's not, a, that's not, a, a, that's not that difficult. What I'm talking about is some, a chick that you like, that you want to hang out with, that you want to spend the rest of your life with. Because I'm 51 years old. Bro, I'm 51 years old. You yeah. can't even understand the problems that I have. I, I Women have to get over multiple things. First of all, you went to prison for... for, for scratch that. First of all, <clears throat> multiple felonies, on the run for three years, owes $6 million, which I'm good for. Um, went to prison for 12 and a half years. Got out at 50, 49, now 51, I've been out of prison for 18 months, starting your life over, lived in someone's spare room, was driving a car that didn't have ABS or a radio that worked or AC. Luckily, I just got a new car. Still not a great car. But the point is, at least it's not a death trap. So, I mean, so I mean, I just got an apartment, just got a, a, a new vehicle. I'm Everything I have is brand new. And I don't have that much. I mean, I'm struggling. So when you go in, if I wanted to go in and just completely BS somebody, sure. But I go in and I'm just very honest about this is the situation. You know? Yeah, but don't you think that's interesting? Don't you think that's an interesting thing to have a conversation with somebody about your story? Yeah, but at at my age, listen, if if a chick's over 35 years old, she's starting to think – she's starting to realize, look, it's it's a downhill slide at this point. I got to find a guy that's stable, that – is not a complete maniac, right? And everything about me says that's not what maniac. all. I don't think that's what all thirty-five plus year old women are looking for at bars. No, I'm the ones that you want to end up with. The ones that are bars that are picking up some guy just want to want to go home and get the shit banged out of them. I mean, you know, but that's not the chick that you're probably going to end up with. Not that you couldn't end up with that. Not that I'm I'm opposed to that. I'm just saying. 
just putting that out there. But I'm saying in general, I'm trying, I need to find a chick that I'm going to be with. Because I don't have time to go have a three-year relationship, have it not work out, struggle for six months to find another chick, date her for four years. And by that time, I'm 60 years old. Mm. Fuck, I want to be 60 years old trying to. So what's the problem with all the dating apps that you're using? All the dating apps. I, I was on, this, on several dating apps. <laughs> Fucker. So I was on several dating apps. I met this chick. We went to go uh, meet. She asked me for my phone number. She reverse directed directoried me. I don't know. Is that a thing? Yeah. Reverse directory. Know. Whatever. Stole found your out, identity. Found out my name and didn't show up. Just rude. Like you couldn't send a text, say, listen, this is what's going on. Didn't show up. Instead, she turned around. She contacted the FBI. Match.com. She contacted two of the two of the apps we were both on. Within a day, I'm knocked off both of them for violating the uh, uh, policy, which is you're not allowed to be a felon. And That's then the third up. one, it took another couple of days before, guess what? Boom, knocked off that one. God, now, man. I went back on Bumble, <clears throat> changed, altered everything slightly, right? Like it was still Matt Cox and that sort of thing. But I altered some of my information so that it let me back on, was on for about three weeks, and then boom, shut me off. Mm. So, you know, was it another chick? Because you'll see a lot of these chicks on different websites. Did one of these chicks know me? Did Was she on the website? Did she come across me? I don't know. So I was talking to – I mean, it's funny that the, the, the advice, unsolicited advice that I get constantly is like I either get the, the – you should be very honest up front and just weed through them and this and that. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, that, 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 trust me, I tried that. It doesn't work. Or you should not say anything. The psychiatrist, the, the, the federal government psychiatrist told me, date these women for at least three or four dates. Let them get to know you and then tell them. And I went, so let's face it, by the first second, by at least the second date, you're having sex. So you want me to sleep with this chick two or three times and then tell her I just got out of prison. I don't see a problem with that. I, I do. I think that that's extremely intrusive. I think it's, it's – it's, it's, first of all, it's misleading. So I'm someone who has a problem with people believing me and with credibility, so I need to start the relationship off with a lie. That, that's, that's not right. So look, and let me put it this way. This is what I told my friend Stacy the other day because she was trying to give me advice, which she always does. <clears throat> Which is typically horrible advice. But she's trying to give me advice and she's like, Well, just say this. You can subtly answer this way. You can mislead them this way. You can you can manipulate the conversation. You're very good at this. And you can Okay, great. So if here's the thing. There's no little bit of fraud. All right. There's no gray area. You've either committed fraud or you haven't. So my what I told Stacy is if I go back on a dating app, I'm gonna create a completely new Instagram, Facebook. New name, Gary Sullivan. Gary Sullivan the, I'm a Gary Sullivan, the whole thing. I'll set up an entire thing. I'll just fake the entire thing, and I'll date the chick for fucking three months until she's deep, deep in, and then I'll say, boom, got to mention something to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Gary Sullivan. Then, I'll club, yeah, then you club her over the head. Why would I possibly go out with her for a week? Because you're going to lose a ton of them that way. Mm. And then you still have to find somebody that you like. How many women have you dated that you like, that you're in a committed relationship right now, that you feel this is the person? And I'm assuming that you date a lot. 
date. No, not too often. No. Okay. So you're smashing chicks. Shane hasn't been on a date or hooked up with a girl in probably half a decade. That's not true. <laughs> uh, you were with that chick the the lot the other time we were here. And yeah, I'm that, sure did, that didn't turn out too no, good. No, it didn't. But that's what I'm saying is that how many women have you gone through and you haven't found Mrs. Right? And you don't have any of the problems I have. Matt, have you ever tried going to the strip you club? A, you don't meet. Actually, I did date a stripper for three years. You should I actually just was get, engaged to that to her too. You should just She's get a, a really nice girl. You should just get a mail order. <laughs> a mail order bride. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Cut out the middle. Just go listen, for it. Listen. No, look, Matt's got a newfound moral compass. He and if I had this, look, no, honestly, if if I was a multimillionaire, pff, I would go with uh, some Eastern European chick that's a, a mail order bride. Because look, they're vicious, but at least you have an arrangement. You say, look, I'm going to marry you. We're going to stay married for three years. Then I'm swapping you out for another one. I'll send you <laughs> off with some real estate and and a and a four hundred one k or a, yeah. a, an IRA. A, a Roth IRA, I'll, I'll set you up over the next three to four years, and then we go over back there, we pick up another chick, we'll swap you out, and you're good. I mean, she's an indentured servant for three to four years, whatever it takes. I'm saying I don't wouldn't mind that because it's an arrangement. Mm-hmm. I get that. That's, that's okay. I'd be okay with that, but I'm not a multimillionaire. And have, bringing some – first of all, it takes thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to go over there. You find the girl. you got to bring her over here. She has to go back for 10 days or she's so. She has to come two. back over. She's got to be 5'2". It's a whole thing. Well, look, I'll take, fi- I'll take five, six and under. So how long were you dating your previous girlfriend? I don't want to like say her name. I don't want to air her out or anything like that. Doesn't hey, want to, you go on my she channel. Every, she's oh, on you my, put her all over your channel? Oh, she's all over my channel. She, she – she texted me today when I released the video today because I <laughs> made some crack about how it's not my fault, that she's there's an issue between the two <laughs> so of us. So how long were you guys dating? I don't know, like uh, about 14, 15 months. And then why did, why did you guys end up breaking up? <sighs> um, I thought, look, listen, any relationship, there's like ebbs and flows, right? Like sometimes it's amazing and then sometimes, you know, it's – it's good, but it's not as good as it was at one time. Like there's obvious, right? Like not bad, but sometimes you're more – over the top in love than others. So we would have a couple of great weeks, and then we'd have a week where we didn't talk or even see each other for a week. What's going on? Just reading. Okay. Nothing. Keep going. So so there would be times when we were texting, you know, whatever, five, ten times a day, as opposed to she's texting me 30 times a day and calling me and saying, I can't wait to see you, and, you know, I love you so much. and you know that. So those things are going back and forth. But it's a good relationship, in my opinion. Listen, one day... What first of all, this kills me. She wants to move in, like we're dating. There was a, an issue with this chick she was dating, right? So she was dating this chick when we met, and then she broke up with her to be with me. And then the girl came back around, and she's like, "Look, I'm gonna be with her, and I'm sorry." And I'm like, "Oh, you, you're messing up," but whatever. She was and a then, bisexual, right? And then she comes back again, like a week later. She's like, "I messed <laughs> up. I screwed up. Forget her. I'm sorry. I'm in love with you." And then so that went on for a few months. Mm. Eventually. She comes back and I'm like, look, we're done. I mean, you know, this, it, it, I'm tired of this. She's like, no, you don't understand. I'm all in. I want to move in together. I'm in love with you. It's, I, I messed up. I screwed up. Great. So a few months later, we tell our POs that we're seeing each other. Okay, because we, we're both on probation. We have to get permission. So we get, our, get permission. Then I say I'm going to go rent out. I'm gonna, we're going to rent an apartment. She's, then she starts backpedaling. Well, I'm about to go to start school full time, and I don't know. And what about my half of the rent and this and that? And give it, let's give it another month. And okay, another month goes by, and then another month goes by. And then I said, look, I, I, I got to move out of. The, I'm living in someone's spare room. I got to get out of here, you know. So I'm going to rent an apartment. 
you're moving in with me. She's like, I can't afford my half of the rent. I just started school. I'm like, I'll pay your half of the rent. And she's like, well, the problem is my dad, I live with my dad. I'm so close and my car's a piece of junk and your car is a piece of junk. We'll get you a new car. I'll, I'll, I'll help you with the car payment. Then it comes back. It's like, no, I can't afford that. I'll pay the car payment. Now what? I just need more time. I need more time. Backing her into a corner. Oh yeah, of course. What am I going to look? Look, put up or shut up. If I'm in, I'm a hundred percent. I'm all in. I mean, I've said this before. If I'm going in the bank, I'm not slipping the fucking teller some pussy-ass fucking note and walking out with $3,000. I'm going into the vault with an AK-47. I'm zip-tying everybody, and I'm leaving with the contents. You're either in or you're out. So she's not all in. That's Is that wrong? No, I love it. So I'm saying you're not all in, then something's wrong. I get an apartment. She's coming over back and forth, back and forth. And then anyway, one day she's comes over and she's basically comes over and we end up going we end up going to uh to dinner first i remember she said she wanted to go to dinner red lobster applebee's red lobsters now where did we go i don't know like some buffalo wing house or something buffalo wild wings wild wing yeah it's next next to my hell yeah that place has more tv screens than anywhere it does have a lot there's a lot of sports on I feel like I'm just getting. I feel like I'm getting sunburnt. My skin's just getting fried from all the TV, all the fucking screens everywhere. Anyways, you guys go to B Dubs, and what happens? I don't like that he calls it B Dubs. That's what. So that's what people call. Do it. they? <laughs> it's by my house, bro. <laughs> anyway, we go there, and uh, Austin, I said, what do you call it? B Dubs. B Dubs. Yeah, well, it's not my kind of place. Okay, it's a sports bar. I'd rather not go there. Whatever. <clears throat> not my call. So. We go in, we sit down, and I said, so what do you want to talk about? I'm happy. Mm -hmm. I'm having a good time. My girlfriend's here. We just had sex. Everything's good. (laughs) That's about to change. Yeah, we just, everything's good. Like, we just, I knocked one out. We're going to go eat, going back. Life's good. Life's good. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, we sit down, and I said, you want to talk? And she goes, "She." and I said, what do you want to talk about? And she goes, maybe we shouldn't talk here. And I went, well, I said, well, what do you want? I got to throw a fit? I said, what are you breaking up with me? And she goes, yeah. And I went, Damn. what? I mean, we just ordered. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh look, I, look, I went, what? And she goes, I just, it's just not working. And I just don't feel like we're going to, this is going to last. And I then I went, oh, I said, hold on. Hey, hey. To the secretary, to the, not secretary, to the waitress. Like, hey. I said, can you back box all that stuff up and get me the, the tab as soon as humanly possible? And she goes, is everything okay? I said, yeah, we're just wrapping this up real quick. This is over. So I need that stuff so we can get going as quickly as possible. I appreciate it. And she went and she got the stuff and came back. And Jess is just sitting there staring at me. She's like, do you, do you, want, what, do you want to talk about it? I said, there's nothing what's there to talk about. You don't want to be with me. I've been through this before. We've been through this. This is a really, We had a good year since the last one, but th- this is it. So sure enough. We get our stuff. We go back. We walk into the house. She's sitting there. She's like, do you want to talk about this? I'm like, what, what's there to talk about? Do you have any of your stuff that you need to get? It's over. If it's over, it's over. And, you know, I was furious. So then she left. And then a couple of days later, I start getting the texts from her. Are you okay? I know you're upset. My dad said that I probably shouldn't call you. And I said, yeah, you're right. You shouldn't call me. There's no, there's no reason to text. We're done. A couple more days. 
then, you know, she starts posting stuff on Facebook and she starts and it goes bad. And then I'm like, you know, what are you doing? And then we start talking again. And then she comes over a few times here and there and we're talking and then we stop talking. And then we have another this and this goes on for another. It's been going on for a month or so. It's, you know, it, it, it's just not it's like. She doesn't know why she doesn't want to be with me, but she does want to be around me and see me and text me and 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 be around, you know, and, you know, listen. We basically have the same relationship we had before. Only the difference is I'm currently going to try and define another chick. She doesn't like the commitment. Right. But here's the thing. This is a chick that works. She works and goes to school all day. All like It's like there's not somebody else. You know, it doesn't make sense. Her whole thing is I don't see us being together for the rest of our lives. Okay. We're too different. That's what she says. That's what she says. We're too different. So she's like, I don't see us having a successful relationship because we're too different. Right. I understand. So what you're saying is that like a housewife and a guy that sells insurance, they don't have anything in common, so they can't be together. You're saying that a secretary and a guy who is a garbage man that live together and have a 40-year relationship and raise three kids, they can't be together because they don't have anything. You're telling me that only people that both are mechanics – can survive a relationship. Are you so you and your wife must have the identical backgrounds and careers, right? No, you don't. That's right, right? Oh, that's right. That's not how it works. So the fact is, it, it doesn't make sense. So it's like nothing she's saying makes sense. You know, she's saying, "I'm in love with you. I'm attracted to you. I, I, I love talking to you and hanging out with you." And being, you know, it's like, okay, so. What's happening? She's comfortable with you, and all that stuff is true, but she doesn't want anything. Long. She doesn't, she doesn't want to get married and have kids with you. Maybe she wants to get married and have kids, but she wants. She Maybe she some, wants to have. She kids wants some and like somebody else, some younger guy, a taller I, guy. And I thank you. What a dickhead! <laughs> I, 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 look, <laughs> don't think. Hey, don't think I haven't had that conversation. I was like, t- I was like, give me a reason. Tell me you want a guy that's six foot tall. Right. Tell me you want a guy that's a uh, uh, that's a mechanic. Or you know, which is what she's going to school to be like a mechanic. Like, tell me that you want a guy. Tell me that I have bad breath. Mm. Tell me that I'm too old for you. I that, that that's a toll. That's a real issue yeah, that for could me. Be it. I said, You're, she's 34 and I'm 51. I'm like, tell me that. That makes sense. And she's like, what are you talking about? You don't even look 51. She's like, you you look you. We look like we're the same age practically. She's like, I don't look 34 and you don't look 51. She goes, that's not it. She's like, you're amazing. You're a great person you're great that hairline's not a day older than 25 it shouldn't be it costs 14 grand <laughs> best bank of america Cha-ching! Money I <laughs> so i need to finish one oh this one's full okay yeah so it doesn't make sense but whatever no, it's bro. never it gonna make sense but it's you, not it doesn't make sense yeah, it's none of my business on. whatever so yeah it's an issue but the problem is like i posted that video today and this uh, other chick that I'm talking to saw the video, of course, which I knew she was going to. And then she called me, and she's like, it sounds like you're not really over this chick. And I'm like, well, no, wait, well, of course I'm not over I mean, we dated over a year. I'd be a complete nut job if I was just over just like that. It's dragging out. So how did you meet this this new chick? She watched me on concrete. <laughs> Really? I've actually had a couple of women. Boziak came in here two week, or a week ago. He met maybe. his girl off the show. Yeah. Boziak came in here a week ago with some new girl We're he matchmaking met. matchmaking She over here. She DM'd him yep. from the Concrete Podcast. She saw his, po- his podcast on here with you and him. And right. Now they're together. 
Right. I mean, that's that's you know, but I mean the the other it's just and I'm going to the a, wedding. Yeah, this is a chick that I'm just talking. Like I've I've talked to a couple of chicks, but I haven't seen them. I haven't gone out with them. I haven't done anything. I mean, just they're just we're just communicating. You know, like they're they're in other states, right? This other chick's in another state. But didn't you meet a girl for a blind date off one of those apps? Wasn't a blind date. It was during my three weeks that Bumble let me slip back in there, Ooh. and then just in that. So three how did week- that how did that play out? Um, let's see. I went on a couple of of. They're not blind dates. They're like their app. Their date. Well, whatever. They're, they're not app. a blind date, but you've never seen the person in real life before, right? No, not in real life. Right. But they were. They didn't get catfished. It was her. Um, okay. So I, I went on a couple of dates. But the problem is, I went on the dates, <clears> and like I went on the dates, and I'd broken up with like Jess, like oh, or Jess had broken up with me like two weeks earlier or a week and a half earlier. So I go on some date with some girl, and she's talking and talking, and I'm not even paying attention, and. And at the end of the date, I'm like, okay, well, hey, it was nice meeting you. I give them a hug, and I just head back to my car, and they're standing there like, what's going on? And I'm just like, it's, I'm not feeling it. Like, the, like, I might as well have gone to dinner with my sister. Tell me about the, uh, the tell me the story about the girl you met who was a Scientologist. Okay, now that was the one of the best dates I've, that was the, out of the th- two or three dates, the three, there was three dates, but out of that three dates, that chick, amazing. Really? Was she the hottest? Yeah, but I don't think that had anything to do with it. Really? Yeah. She so was she hot. was hot. I mean, like, extremely. Like, usually you get there and you're like, oh, man, you gave me glamour shot pictures. You really picked the best pictures of you. This chick walked in, walked up and over to me, and I was just like, my God. Run the, run the numbers. <laughs> run the numbers for me. Like, what? Run the numbers. What, what was her What was her uh, cup size? What was her height? I'm not doing that. She was an attractive woman. What am I, 12? Did she have a fat ass? Fat ass? What? I'm not going to say this. Paint but us what, a picture, I, man. Paint me a fat picture. ass? Who paint, says fat? You're a, what are you a, doing? You're a white guy. Paint fat me ass. a picture. Yeah, I like a fat ass. Oh, my God. You, you're, this is horrible. <laughs> you're a horrible individual. <laughs> Matt, this is, what, this is what, what we do. This is what uh, we like. Listen, she was extremely attractive. She... <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. Put your phone down. Put your phone down. Oh, it's Mike Hudson. That's great. Put your phone down. The doctor threw $100. The yeah, doctor. Yeah, but not Woo! to me. He threw it to Danny. Shout out to the doctor. Unbelievable. The Doc- doctor. doctor threw a ben- Benjamin. <laughs> that guy. So um, so paint a picture for us. What's she? Yeah, blonde. What but, bl- yeah, she had brown hair. How brownish, tall? Brownish blonde. Oh, pff, five foot four. Ooh, maybe five. Perfect. No, maybe five three, actually. Uh-huh. How much do you think she weighs? Oh. 100 and 105, 110, 110 pounds. Okay. Maybe max 115. How the, what, what are the breasts? Double D's. Big so, fake, big fake so, double D's or little, little, little amp, little amp. Listen, listen, medium, small. she had plenty. She was very plenty. attractive. Plenty she was, good. what does she, that mean? Plenty. Plenty. That I mean, she was like average. She's average. Okay. I'm good with average. Not big, I don't, not, 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 I don't want to date a freak show. Okay. Not giant melons. Triple D's. No, with I'm a with Big you. old ass. I'm with I'm, you on that. A big no, fat not ass. interested. Big I like fat. little. Not, I like little tiny natural. Ones. Right. That's all I need. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I, I don't need some something ridiculous. Same. So, okay. So, yeah. So anyway, how old, how old was she? I want to say she's in her. Oh, she, I think she was like 41, 42 years old. Actually, I think she was. So let's say 40. Okay. Um, she had her shit together. Scientologists, they have their shit together. Of course. Together. Yeah, she's definitely. She was sharp as a tack. And we sat down. We started talking. And this is what was so funny was I had mentioned during our our texts, 
she had said, you seem great. You seem this. I said, yeah, well, it's not all it cuts out. It, it, it sounds, I said, trust me, there's, there's an issue. And she's like, well, what's the issue? I said, I'll, I'll mention it to you when we meet in person. So we talked for about two hours. Like we had dinner and about, about an hour and a half into it, let's say. <clears throat> hour and a half into it, maybe mm-hmm. two hours. She says, you seem so funny and great. Like we were having a great time. And she goes, she said, well, what's the issue? And I went, <laughs> what's the catch here, yeah. Cox? I said, all right, here's, here's, here's the catch. And I explained, like, you know, here's what's going on. Boom, boom, boom. I go through the whole on the run, in cars. I, I knocked it. I did it in 30 minutes. I go, I'm going to give you the 30-minute version because the, the two-hour version will freak you out. I said, I'm going to go with 30 minutes here. And she goes, okay. She goes, uh, she goes I'm ready. I said, okay. So I tell her the 30-minute version. Boom. Give her the 30-minute version. And, um, and at the end of it, she goes, look, I'm not going to lie. She said, that, that, that gives me pause. She said, but, you know, I, I mentioned to you that I'm a Scientologist. She goes, so, and people, some people have issues with that. She said, so, she said, I told you that up front, you know, because I wanted you to know that. Um, she said, so, but this is, this is, that's a big one. I said, it is a big one. And she goes, let me think about it. Let me think about it. She said, but it. I think I'm going to be okay with it. She was, but let me let me think about it. She's I have to kind of I have to kind of pass it by. She had to consult with Zeno. She had basically mm-hmm. had to talk to you know. It, 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 she didn't say. In my opinion, it, <laughs> she made it sound like she had to pass it by someone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had to talk to Zenu, the Galactic Overlord. I don't know who that is. So L. Ron Hubbard. I understand. I understand the mocking. Um, but the point is, is that she we talked. Listen. 30 we talked for we talked for actually for another two hours and change so about 30 minutes later we're talking and i remember at one point she stopped and she just leaned in and she goes do you feel the chemistry between us and i went i go yeah it's like that's nuts right and she goes it is it's crazy she's like i never feel this way she's like i i feel this this is this is great chemistry and i go right so then this goes on. We end up going into the bar. We sit in the bar. We talk for another hour in the bar. We're leaning in and talking. And, and finally she says, listen, she goes, I, I have to go. Is she, are you guys drinking at the bar? Matt doesn't drink. I know I, you don't drink, but did she drink? I think she had like a – what, because she found me interesting? Prick. No, because she's a Scientologist. I'm interested to see if Scientologists drink. I don't know if she drank or not. She might have had a, a glass of wine. I don't recall her okay. drinking. To be honest, but whatever. I'm into the details, Matt. It's okay. Okay. So, well, we went to the bar. We sat down. We had, I had a Diet Coke. I don't know what she had. Um, so we were talking, but I mean, literally like another hour or so into that conversation, she ends up saying, she goes, look, she goes, uh, it's late. I'm going to have to go. She is. And honestly, she said the chemistry between us is so overwhelming. She is. I, I feel like, like we're going to, she is. I'm going to kiss you here. She is. If I don't leave soon. Damn. And I was just like, I was like, well, well, you have to understand too, where we've got the mask. She goes to the church. She can't go to the church if she's had like contact with me. Right. So they, they have all these rules about that they're trying to keep from getting – like nobody in that in the church has gotten COVID okay? because they're extremely stringent on the rules. Yeah. And so she – so anyway, I said, okay. I said, yeah, okay, that's cool. Um, and we leave, and she gets in her car, and she leaves, and she says, look, she says, I'm going to call you tomorrow. She said, when, you know, like I go, when do you want to see each other again? She said, like probably this weekend. I mean – she said, I got to ask some people at the church how, like, about talking. Was it, you know what I'm saying? Like, talking, like, like how, like, actually being with you, like, connecting with you. Like, I need to find out exactly what the rules are, like, how closely I can get, how close I can get to you, the whole thing. She said, I need to find out exactly what those rules are 
She said, but yeah, probably like like this weekend. She was like, I definitely want to see you again. I said, okay, cool. So that's it. The next day, she sends me a text. She says, I had an amazing time. You're an amazing guy. The chemistry was overwhelming. She said, I find you extremely attractive, interesting. She says, you're just an amazing individual all the way around. She says, and I know that this isn't going to make sense at all. She says, but I'm afraid we're going to have to keep this in the friend zone. She said, it's just, I know it doesn't, I can't explain why. I, it's, I just have to, it, it just can't go any further than where it is right now. And I'm so sorry. And she says, I understand if you'd be upset about that, but I would really like to keep you as a friend. And I went. Slow game. <laughs> so I said, I said, let me, let me explain something. My, my personal, um, you know, philosophy on having hot female friends is that there's just nothing more useless in the world than having a hot chick as a friend. Because while they think you're building a friendship, you're th- I'm thinking, how am I going to fuck this chick? Mm-hmm. So I said, it's absolutely useless for you to be a friend. I said, but if you're serious about it, I'll make an attempt to be friends. However, if it's the kind of friend that sends me three texts a week to say, hey, what's up? And I say, oh, everything's good, and that's it. I said, I got enough of those useless friends already. I said, now, if you want to actually be a friend, yeah, of course. Why? why? What do I care? This chick's done. So I said, you know, if you want to be, if you want to meet, have dinner, if you want to bounce business ideas, because she had some great business ideas. Like she, like when I talked to her about my artwork. Is she rich? I mean, I didn't get into her. What kind of car did she drive? The fuck is going on, bro? Do you, do you really sit there at the first date and say, so what's your financial set? How much do you have in the bank? What's in your 401k? I don't, I didn't ask any of that Yeah, that's how it works now, Matt. No, well. Scientologists aren't rich. Only the Yeah, they are, bro. Are you kidding me? The higher ups. Bro, a lot of Scientologists are rich as fuck. Not the ones that walk up and down the street in the fucking, in the white clothes. No, not those. Those are just the slaves. There's literally slaves in Scientology. You tell, don't know that? Tell her you'll take the, the brain zapping test and shit if that's what they want. Yeah, get audited. Listen, did they, she don't say, want, they don't want me as a member. Did she say she's I ever wouldn't seen, be a member of any church that would have me as a member. Did she say that she's ever seen any of your videos online? Uh, no, I'm, no, she hadn't seen anything. She didn't know anything about me. Remember, she only knew my name was Matt. That's all she knew until that night. So Scientologists aren't allowed to use the internet. From what that, I hear. That's not true. Bro, that's not true. I talk to this chick all the time. Like, I, I texted her. I, Does she have YouTube? Yeah, she's got you. She's watched my stuff now. Oh. Oh, she's watched my stuff. She used, Listen, she's got, like, a real corporate job. She doesn't work for Scientology. She has a corporation, corporate job. I mean, she. It must have been a while ago, but I interviewed multiple people on here. Uh, one of the guys, Ron Miscavige, I interviewed. He's the dad of David Miscavige, who is the fucking overlord of Scientology. Right. You're probably the reason she won't fucking see me. Mm-hmm. They probably found out I'm connected to you and, probably. and they're like, oh no, he's connected to, For sure. yeah. to Danny Jones. We're matchmaking over here. Not matchmaking. You destroyed my fucking match. I've interviewed, the, I've interviewed. We set it up the, and you know, we laid it up to you. Anyways, all these guys, people tell me that the Scientologists, that it, maybe it's just the ones who live at the, like the, the actual church, the people who live there, like the residents, they're not allowed to use the internet. Like they have internet but it's very limited like they can't use youtube or anything like that and their search options are limited right so because scientology is no more ridiculous than christianity it is a little bit different it, i didn't say different i didn't say it wasn't different ridiculous i said it's no more ridiculous right than, well, than a man dying on the cross for our sins raising up three days later yeah. we eat his we eat his his flesh 
to cleanse ourselves. Get, get out of here. That's yeah, but, craziness. Yeah, but the Bible, the Bible actually has like stories. The Bible, which was written by the apostles four or five hundred years after they right. had all died. Right. An ancient relic full of basically fiction. <laughs> yeah, th- there's right? about eight or nine different gospels. And then at the Council of, I think it was the Council of Troy. Uh, they, they, the Catholic Church said, "Oh, that's a bad one. Let's go with the the best of four uh, out of the eight. Let's go with out of the eight to twelve. Let's go with the best of. Well, let's go with these four. Like they picked them. There's there are other gospels that paint Jesus as a guy that strikes children blind for bumping into him in the street. That yeah. that's just a vicious. No, there's a lot of fucked up shit in the Bible. Right. No, is it? I'm not talking about the Bible. I'm talking about the other gospels that didn't oh. make the cut. Oh. They don't paint Jesus as this sweet guy. They don't paint him as the hippie." Stoner, let's all love and and hug each other, uh, hug it out. I mean, they, they, they paint them vastly different. So I'm saying Scientology is it? Does it sound kind of kooky? Yeah, but so does any. If you really look at any other religion, they're all nuts. Mm-hmm. They none of them all make sense. No, but Scientology is is. I don't even think you can categorize it in the in the same realm as those religions because first of all, it was but created. Think- it was created as a business. By a guy who was the most prolific writer of science fiction in the history of the world. It sounds to me like you're almost talking about the Catholic Church. How how so? How so? The the Catholic Church, like, don't they own banks? Don't they? Isn't it a a, a massively rich corporation, the Catholic Church? It's not a business? It's not built like a Ponzi scheme like Scientology is, where you have to pay for certain levels to ascend to a certain are you, height what, because you thing. don't it's, like their business it's literally structure? built like a ponzi scheme it's a business that became if tax it was free a, if it was a, right which has by the way gone through the courts and been deemed by your federal government that it is a church right after they had they basically had thousands of their members sue the irs so they could achieve that tax-free status Okay, and and how is that any different than so so Scientology? You know, one of the things I had heard about it was like there's like like there's sex slaves and there's this and there. You mean like having an entire portion of of the Catholic Church priests ha- give up all of their money to the Catholic Church and live with nothing, have no possessions? That's kind of like slaves, isn't it? It's crazy. Or it's, it's crazy what belief wait, will do. Wait a minute. What about this? What about this? What about every time that a, a child is sexually molested, we just move the priest from one place so he can sexually molest more <clears throat> children. And when there's more accusations, we move him again and again and again. That's no different than the, the kind of stuff that's going on in, the Catholic, in, in, the, uh, in Scientology. I'm saying it's all whacked. To say yeah. that, no, 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 they're horrible and these other things are good. Come on, bro. A- every preacher out there is robbing the, the, their church or parish blind. Right. I mean, it's constantly happening. So, you know, to, to point one out because L. Ron Hubbard came up with it, I mean, yeah, okay. It's not just because L. Ron Hubbard came up with it. There's lots of crazy shit in Scientology that doesn't happen just like, in, in every other religion. Like, for example, for example if you leave Scientology— or if you're in Scientology and you have someone in there that commits one of the sci- that breaks one of the rules or leaves, you have to disconnect from them, where you cannot have any communication with them or anybody else. Like you have to literally disconnect completely. It's I've had so people on I here who I talked about this, it who have I left. Right, I understand. And I mentioned this chick who was in the church. So here's what she had said when I said to her, um, I said, "Well, I don't understand." I said, "You're you're on a date with me." I'm like, "You're not." 
thinking of converting me. She goes, I was married to a guy who was Muslim. She was, I was married to a Eastern, a Middle Eastern man who was Muslim. She was for eight years. She goes, he didn't go to the, she goes, and I've always been in Scientology. This chick's father was in, was a Scientologist. She said, I never tried to convert him. I never tried to get him to church. She goes, and, and I said, yeah, but I, I said, I have a friend named Stacy. And Stacy told me that at some point they will tell you as you ascend, they will eventually tell you. You have to disassociate with anybody who's not Scientologist. She goes, yeah, that's not true either. Not, it's not anybody who's not Scientologist. It's only people who speak negatively about Scientology. Absolutely. That's what she said. She said, if I'm with someone and they start talking negatively about Scientologists and try and get me to get out of Scientology, she goes, I have to have a conversation with them where I say, look, you have to stop this behavior or I just can't talk to you anymore. Right. You have to disconnect. Right. And to me, that makes sense. Like if you're going to mock – my my religious belief, then I, I just can't be around you anymore. And if you, if you truly are a believer in anything, if I was a, a true believer in Catholicism, and every time I hung out with Danny, he was like, oh, <laughs> what's going on with Jesus? Oh, hey, do your fingers hurt? Do your hands hurt? Or can you, where are the holes in your hands? Hey, what's about stigmata? And you started mocking me. Then eventually I would say, Danny, you got to stop doing this. And if you said, well, and I'm not going to, I'd say, okay, well, cut, cake rocks. We're done. Okay, but what if you did? What if you did an interview with somebody, or wrote a wrote something online, questioning Catholicism, or questioning anything about it, and then she has to disconnect from you completely? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know the complete. I don't know exactly. I mean, it's what not. Happened. I mean, you're trying to make it sound like mocking or like always like ridiculing or whatever. I mean, it's even if you question it publicly, they have to completely. You have to completely disconnect. And if like. I've had a guy on here who his entire family is still in Scientology. He left, and that they he hasn't had contact with any of them since. Like they they do things where they send people out to his house with cameras to literally stalk him and follow him everywhere he goes, and that happens to numerous people. I mean, it, it, it may happen. I, just, I didn't. I don't have enough information to make a. I'm just saying, informed it's, decision. It's crazy how much more shit they do. Like hiring private investigators to follow people around armed filming them confronting them at their homes i mean it's it's fucking wacky bro bad things happen bad things do happen especially in scientology everywhere Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't know we're not gonna solve this we're not we don't have to solve it i need another bud light need another bud help me out they're ready for the paintings I mean, I mean, let's. I I want two seventy five. You have my my PayPal. Send two seventy five and your address, or you can give my my email address. I have more, and I'll make more. But I've got like ten of these things. Can you grab it? Oh, yeah, they want to see it up close. All right, hold on. Ow. Oh. Which one? I like them all. I like these. Grab one of them. That up. Just listen, bro. I, 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 I did the. Let me see the back of that one. What the fuck? Oh, jeez. What did you do? Bro. What did I do? I mean. You tripped over all the fucking Telling Danny to go ahead and spring an extra ten bucks and get the longer cord, so that I don't like show us what you got, Matt. Here, Matt. All right, I don't know. What, 
Do I have? Can you see these? Uh, hold on. He goes. Yeah, they look great. They're cool. Go back. Go back farther. Right there. Yeah. Put it right where your head would normally be. And you can go on my, you can go to my Instagram. Uh, actually, I have pictures of them on my Instagram. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I have a bunch of them. What? Beautiful, Matt. Beautiful. What Set them back up. Why are you laughing? Comments. Where are the comments? People don't know how you can't find a woman. They said women love true crime. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, first of all, it's not that I can't find a woman. It's just as listen. I'm 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 51 years old, and look, if I when they're in there, the fuck you're looking at the negatives. What even the negatives? I mean, look, if I wanted to get some fatty, and I hate to say that, but if I wanted to get some road hard fat chick that looked like a fucking trucker, uh, then yeah. But you, I'm sorry, you, I have a little bit of standards. You got a documentary and a fine arts degree. You're fucking top tier. I got millions of views on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> what more could you ask for? I mean, you know, a uh, 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 you got a good hairline. I, I all mean, right. <clears throat> if anybody wants one of these beautiful paintings from Matthew B. Cox, yeah, give him my PayPal. Let us know. I gave him the PayPal. What about or, my, or my actually, email? If anybody, me? if anybody has any relationship advice, or if any of you, what are you doing? Uh, find ladies out there on the internet want to uh, hook up with Matt Cox, maybe set up a date. Leave your number in the chat, and we will call you live. Nice. <laughs> we'll call you live on the air. Listen. <laughs> oh, Please. Man. So, does anybody so, want to talk to Matt? Put your phone number in there. Put the number in there. We're calling. Hold on. We got another donation. What's what? Give him my PayPal and my Cash App for donations. <clears throat> Unbelievable. All right. Put in a... Uh, put- the doctor just donated a, a 99 for... Towards a real studio for Matt Cox. Nice, nice. Unfortunately, that money went to him. Went to Danny. Well, you asked them to donate it to me for my new cord that's longer so you don't trip on it. Oh, God, this fucking guy. You know what I'm going to do? Can they pay you in crypto? Mm Mm-hmm. Bitcoin? I I don't have, I don't know. You can pay me in Bitcoin. Yeah, well, because you're rich. I'm not. How do I send? To the moon, Alice. How do I send a Bitcoin's link? Bitcoin's almost at $60,000 right now. GameStop to the moon. Hey, how do I send this link to somebody? Let me see your phone. Share. Yeah, I can't find it, though. Why does it have that thumbnail? No, it's that one. No. Every time I do it, it's like a minute video. Type in the person's name right there and send it. Okay. Um. All right. Does anybody want in the Does chat? Anybody want a painting? Any what? Did, did you type his email address in? Yeah. A bunch of times. All right. Oh, so you did the Picasso on... I see that's a Picasso. So Matt's PayPal is... If you want... How much you charge you for the paintings? 275 And I'll ship them to you provided you're in the United States. Drop 275 and your mailing address to contact.matthew.cox at gmail.com. PayPal. That's his PayPal email. Matthew. No, no. Contact.matthew.cox at gmail.com. Yeah, that's what's connected to my PayPal that's and PayPal. to my Cash App. I have Cash no, App, too. Your Cash App is dollar sign CoxCon69. Yeah, but it's connected to the same that's, email that's address. Same email address for Cash App. Yeah. 
So if you want to start, or if off, you want to buy one, if you, you know, or if you send want me Matt, an email, let or me know. if you would like Matt, you can donate. Uh, send some money to Matt's PayPal, and he will do a live commissioned piece of fine art for you, right here live on the podcast. He'll draw it for us; we can all watch it. For how much? How much is that one? I have no idea, bro. I, this is something he's. This is drop your, fifty bucks, and we'll give you one of those. I got a phone number. You want to call it? Screen it. Make sure they're legit. How am I supposed to screen? What, what did they say? They just dropped a number. They didn't they just, say nothing. No, they just dropped. Yeah, the digits. people are. Yeah. Huh? I know. Yeah, I get all kinds of people like send me random emails that like call me, bro, and it's like a number, or they just say crazy stuff and it's like what i saw you on uh i saw your podcast you're amazing and and like call me we could be cool bro it's like what, what are you doing i mean you want to be your friend yeah but you know give give me more than that give me like, explain to me what's going on like mm. you sound like a psychopath yeah you sent me you sent me a a, a five word sentence like mm. you know like basically we're i feel like you know i looked into your eyes and I can tell where kindred spirits call me. <laughs> Calling you psycho? You're going to have me in the middle, in a, in a well somewhere, asking me to rub lotion on my fucking skin. Absolutely not. Hey, do you think the Scientology girl will come on the podcast? She would never come on the podcast. She she's, right? she's She's pretty, she's... Uh, can we call her? I don't know. There's no... Matter of fact, if I sit, if, if I think even talking about her may have been... Did someone just cash at me 69 cents? Nice, nice. <laughs> Sixty nine cents. That's, that's awesome. They deserve a picture. That should draw them a. Commission. It was probably a dollar, and it took money out. It was, it was hurtful, though. Is what it is. Okay. Um. So let me think. What is her name? Okay, let's go. Um. I'm currently doing a live podcast with Concrete. Period. And Danny, comma, with concrete, comma, would like to call you, period. What are your thoughts, question mark? This should be good. <clears throat> We're going to get a Scientologist live on the, call, on, the, on the podcast, on the call-in. I hope she lets us call. So have you guys hung out? Never going to let you and call. Tell me this. A couple people have, you guys, have you guys seen each other since that first date? No. no. She's not allowed to see you again. You're done. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you're, you're probably done. right. That chick was way too hot. And way someone too, just sent me and way a too Scientologist. Cash app. Nice. I mean, you know, and and the funny thing is, is I know I'm supposed to be appreciative, so I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But he's really not. He's I'm. Just I, I think it's it's. I have a guy that every time I post, he sends me two dollars. Really? Yeah. Well, one time he sent me five dollars. He goes because that was an exceptional video. Didn't you? Which just... actually appreciate because it adds up. Mm-hmm. It's a couple cups of coffee a month. Didn't you just do some fucking commercial <laughs> for some home security company? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So a home security company yeah, hired they... you and flew you out to Oklahoma, right? Well, it was it. It's ty- it's called uh, it's called um, home title lock. So it's like life lock, but for your home. So it protects people against the crimes that I actually committed. I actually met Newt Gingrich. What? Yeah, Newt Gingrich, right? Like, Newt Gingrich was like 100 years old when I was young. <laughs> and so when they told me Newt Gingrich is going to be interviewing you, I went, he's still alive? And they were like, he's 77. But yeah, he's actually, he's, he's, he's doing good. He's, he's doing well. He's, I was like, 
that's nuts. Wow. Um, what was that like? It was it was fine. He was you know nice guy. There were two FBI agents there. It's nice to talk to an FBI agent when they're not looking for you. Um, so you know I, I met a bunch of people. It was like a huge production. They flew me in. I stayed two nights. Uh, I only worked one day. So you know it was it was it was cool. It was in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, which is really a nice city. Like I really felt like Oklahoma City was like going to be like scummy, bro. Everywhere I went, nice, clean. Everybody's polite. Well, it's really very nice, huh? I've never been. I mean, I've been before, but it was I when I was flown in by the BOP and Con Air, and they unloaded me into the holdover for two weeks, and then loaded me back on the plane and flew me out. So I didn't get to see a lot of the city on that trip. You get to see many sites, huh? No, no, I couldn't. Matter of fact, it was freezing cold when I when they caught me too, so I couldn't. The windows I remember were frozen up, so you couldn't even see out the window. It was all white, so I got to see nothing. That's that bites. Yeah, yeah, you know. Mm. So, any more hot dates besides the Scientology girl? No, no, nothing that um, no, not really. So you're on the up and up. At least you're feeling better now. I mean, I'm starting to feel. You've kind of. I'm Getting starting past the depression. Well, I am because I'm starting to basically come to the conclusion that, you know, like I was holding out that the thing with Jess and I like was going to work out. Like mm. she's going to figure it out. She screwed up. She's going to come back. She's going to apologize. I'm going to give her some shit, but I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be like, look, you got to figure this out. We got to work this out. And, but, you know, and I was going to give her a hard time, but the bottom line is this. I'm at the point now where I realize that's probably not going to happen. No, it's definitely not going to yeah. happen, Matt. So, yeah, you need to move on. Right. $2. Someone just sent me $2. That's great. Nice. You might not sell one painting on this podcast, Matt. I The last podcast yeah, you made like a- 5 grand. Right? No. No. I sold the one painting for 2200. I actually sold that painting twice. I had to paint an- another guy bought it for 700. I painted him another painting. Damn. You made at least four thousand bucks in that last I did live not podcast. Make four thousand dollars. What are you talking about? Oh, you're right. No, you didn't make any money. I forgot. No, I, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! Someone just sent me. Someone did send me. What? Whoa, whoa! Wait, wait, wait! Last time you guys made some cracks, I didn't catch. What was that? <laughs> I, I later saw it later when people told me. Did you know that Danny said this? I, I didn't know like, if I was. What? I didn't know if I was speaking at a turn because the the feds are listening and you owe them money. Oh no, I'm. I pay them. I'm good. Okay. okay. Well, somebody just sent me money. Actually. Yeah, someone sent me money. How much money? Um, someone, uh, Matthew Clements sent me two sixty six. They took money out for that's the perfect. Yeah, which that's color great. does he want? Matthew, Matthew Clements, Matthew Clements. Do you want pink? Do you want Orange. dark? The doctor sent me money too. What's that middle one? What color is that? It's maroon. Like a, that's like a purple. It's like a maroon Lime. purple. Lime. No, that's no, like a, that's which a one? Low. It's a Merlot. Yeah, that's a Merlot. It's magenta. We got a we got a, we got a a punk pink, a Merlot and two oranges. I actually like the pink. I like the pink too. Pink pops out the most. Mr. Clemens, what color would you like? Yeah. Let us know in the chat. Yeah, got to let me know. <clears throat> the guy that sent you 69 cents wants to know what your favorite Bond movie is. My favorite Bond movie? Yeah, that's what he said. Oh man, that's tough. That's a tough one. No, I I would do I really want to? Do I want to say Casino Royale? I I don't. I don't want to say that. That's a tough question, bro. You paid sixty nine cents. You I'd have to watch. It. Listen, and it's in and it's a tough one, man. 
Like, I haven't seen the new one. New one might be amazing. I heard it was really good. I, I, um, you know, I don't know. What about Spectre? Spectre's pretty good. Mm. Spectre was good, but I really liked Casino Royale. Casino Royale was pretty good. Have you seen any Bond movies? Have you never seen a Bond? What are you yeah, talking? I'm sure I've seen a couple Bond. Are movies. you serious? You guys yeah. don't know any, so you don't know anything. I love James Bond. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I've always loved James. I haven't Bond. watched I a Bond movie a since I was. Are you serious? 12, like I was 12, maybe last night. Like I, I, who the hell plays Bond now? I mean, I mean, um, Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig. The like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like a little like British guy. A, a little British guy. He's like a kind of little. He's little looking, right? He's 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 frail. I think frail. He's James Bond. Daniel Craig. Google Google him. <clears throat> Tell the crew I said hi. So Daniel Jen Google. Craig. Jen just said to tell the crew I said Who, hi. Who's Jen? Jen is the uh, Scientologist. Oh. She said, not tonight, yeah. but thanks for the invite. Guys we'll belong. catch up tomorrow. Tell the crew I said hello. What's up, Jen? Howdy, Jen. Tell her to tune in. Uh, hit tune the in. Chat. Hit the chat. Are you... I can't... It, it's picking up all this crap. Hold on. Are you watching? I'm Period. It's on now. live. Period. Like N sixty four. Is she? Hmm. Does she know Grant Cardone? What are you talking about? Why? why? <coughs> He's a Scientologist. I don't, I don't. She doesn't know anybody. She lives in Tampa. She doesn't know Grant Cardone. Grant, Grant Cardone's a Scientologist. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about you. Period. And Scientology. <clears throat> what? No, we're not. T- you're talking about Scientology. I'm we're, not. We're both I talking no- about. I'm. I have nothing. You have an issue with Scientology. I have no issue with Scientology. So you would be a Scientologist? I mean, if I believed in organized religion in any way, I mean, I. It, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, the honest, honestly, the idea of Dianetics isn't like it's a very. It's all about bettering yourself. Right, I like that and, idea and getting rid of all the negative resistance in your life. All the negative influences in your life. I like that. It's a very yeah. I love it too. Right. The, the general idea of Dianetics. The problem is once you get once you get past that, then you start getting all of these crazy like, how clear are your 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 OT level, and you start giving them all this info during the audit. The auditing sessions are weird when you hold those like, you have to hold these metal rods, and they interrogate you and they ask you these questions. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know anything about that. It's kind of crazy. But you would you would try it though. I try anything pretty much. I, I mean, with the exception. Of I think Scientology should get Matt Cox. I think he would be a great addition to the religion. What are you doing? And the prison of belief. Okay, so somebody just said, um, "I will buy this." Uh, Hugh, this guy Hugh. Have you seen the documentary? He said, "I'll buy." He just said the documentary. Did you? What you okay. He just said, um, "The prison Did of you belief." Watch, yeah, the prison of belief. It's an HBO special. Honestly. Have you not watched it? No, I haven't. Bro, you need to watch that. It's a fucking amazing documentary. I think it's the same guy who did the Enron documentary, uh, The Smartest Guys in the Room. That was a great documentary. Same guy, I think. Pretty sure. Okay. It's a it's honestly it's one of the best documentaries I've seen in a long time. No, I've seen a lot, but that that HBO Scientology one was fucking bonkers. And I had that guy Mike Rinder. And uh, another guy, John Sweeney, on the show recently. They both did lots of work on Scientology. 
What are you doing? Should we end this thing now? Oh, f- sorry. Go ahead. What's up? Nothing. I'm wondering what Am you're I doing. Am I offending you? You're just sitting there Fuck, scrolling the on your phone. Th- I mean, I'm barely listening to you. I barely. This somebody sent me three dollars. That's great. So I, 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 I barely. Hugh, uh, yeah. Somebody. He's now. He's trying to talk to you now. Alex Gibbon. Whatever. Alex Gibney. That's yeah. what his name is. Yeah. Is the director now? He's he's talking. To, he should call in. I mean, Alex, you can call in. And yeah. Talk have this guy Dan. call in. Tell this guy what's his okay. number. Let's let's have him call, call in. Somebody. All right, Maybe he wants God to talk. Sakes. Matt Cox doesn't want to listen to anybody. He just wants to hear what? himself talk. That, I'm listening to everything. What a fucking dick. <laughs> so Jen says she's not watching, by the way. She's like. She's uh, not allowed to watch. She's, I don't, she's not not allowed. Uh, she's not allowed, I promise you. They're talking about her in the chat. She doesn't have YouTube. She is, she's not allowed to have YouTube. She's allowed to no, have she's YouTube. she's not. Okay, hold on. Let me ask her. Ask her. Are yeah. you allowed to use the internet? The real internet. Do you want me to ask her? Yeah. Dark okay, if internet. I type it, we'll be here all night. Yes. Okay. Danny says you're not watching because you're not allowed to use YouTube or the internet, period. That's not true. Comma. Right? Question mark. Because then she will find out the truth about Scientology. Like she hasn't already fucking – look, she's a, she's a business person. I mean, she's like working. A lot of Scientologists are business persons, people. So you think they don't hear anything? Fucking loaded. They hear anything? You're saying you're saying you're making an argument, opposing argument. Well, first of all, my argument is kind of like comedy. I'm kind of just I'm halfway joking. I'm halfway just like trying to push her buttons. (laughs) But uh, it is true to an extent that I know some people aren't allowed to do the research. Maybe maybe that's old. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't do that anymore. But she she listen. I've she seemed fine. Yeah. She didn't seem crazy. No. No. You would join Scientology for her if she's like, Matt, I, Matt, come live with me. Let's doing? move in. Come on. I'm a guy. What if she goes, Matt? I'm a guy. I'd pretty much do anything for a This piece girl of goes, ass. of course I'd Matt do it. Matt Cox. I'd fake it. Move in with me. I'd be me. Jewish. I'd, I'd become Jewish if, if it, listen, if you were a Muslim, I'm willing to, let's let's start praying five times a day. I mean, let's do it. This girl, what does she look like? Tomorrow. That's what I need to know. This lady right here. This lady goes tomorrow. Matt Cox, move in. She with said, me. "Not true. Give me your babies." You hear me? Wait, wait, wait. She said, "Not with... true." I, the, the question was, "Not true." Bullshit. LOL. I'm not believing it until I go through her phone. <laughs> until you go through her phone, you're you're crazy. <laughs> so, all right, okay. If if what have your babe? First of all, I'm 51 years old. Okay, she's like, okay, that's listen, ridiculous. Hold on. Matt Cox, hold it. She baby. wants to spend the rest of her life with you. She wants to have five kids with you, ten kids with you. And she sounds more and more sane all the time. Live happier ever, hap, happy, what is happily ever after. Happily ever after. <laughs> and uh, but you have to join Scientology. I mean, yeah, why not? Sure, let's do this. All right, Frick it. I think you would be a great addition to Scientology. Honestly, <clears throat> you could be like the new John Travolta because they have they try to recruit celebrities why? to try to promote their. I'm not a celebrity. I'm like the anti-celebrity. You kind of I'm are like a celebrity. A, yeah, you're that, kind of a celebrity. No, I'm like infamous, not a celeb. You know, didn't I'm you a, go to a Starbucks and some guy like bum rushed you because he saw that you're Matt Cox? You're a celeb. <laughs> some guy, but he knew me because Austin he, saw you at the airport. He just recognized it. He did, Austin doesn't isn't impressed by me. Doesn't matter. He still Austin knows who you are. Tolerates me. I mean, it's different when people recognize you. They you're famous. Recognize- I, I I can't do this. Okay, so uh, we what 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 else are we doing? We're selling paintings. We're not. We sold to one the painting. Doctor. So which which painting does that kid want that gave you? I don't know. He hasn't I commented. I didn't see him talk about it. 
All right. Does anybody else want a painting? No? Maybe so? Hold on. Ha, 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 ha. We need to sell some more paintings. What are you doing now, Matt? I'm reading something that somebody sent me. I don't. I don't even know what this is. You tell me. What, what is this? Somebody. Let's sent, call somebody. Me something in the in the. What is this? Somebody sent me a screenshot of something. What the hell is that say? Ha 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 ha! Hope he's rotting in lockup. Maybe some lucky person will stumble across his stash and keep it. Who is that? So he's saying Jamie Dahill. I'm saying it. Who's rotting in lockup? I'm not. Who sent you this? You you know how to use the phone. We're doing a podcast, Matt. What the fuck are you doing? It's about the podcast. Somebody wants you to do a a painting of Frank Amadeo. Ooh, I I dressed up like the notorious B.I.G. with the gold crown. Oh fuck yeah, Matt! The Coogee sweater. Do it right now. Do it right now. I got on what a little thing. Yes. Did you hear what all that shit was for what? We'll do it. I'll walk you through it. Get get. Just get a piece. Of, get a uh, canvas, real quick. Can't paint that. that get quick. a canvas and a. You could probably sketch you something. Yeah, just quick. sketch it. That's Nothing recognizable. Do. That's fine. As long as you, Matt Cox did it. Yeah, that's it's all that fine. Matters. Send the money. Send, send it. Let's call get the canvas. Money. Get the canvas, bro. Get the canvas. Let you him get send the him fucking some money. canvas. I want Let you to draw Amadeo. Money. Somebody will buy it. Do you brought canvas. You, are you good? So if nobody buys, if nobody buys it, I'll buy it. How much? Fifty bucks. Send the money and I'll sketch the fucking thing. Just do it, Matt. Come oh, on. for Christ's sakes! You're irritating as fuck all. <laughs> what am I You're a grumpy old man, oh. Matt Cox. Does everyone understand how He's what I have to deal with? You got to be sensitive. I have to deal with fucking Oscar the Grouch over here. Yeah, let's paint something. They want to see the painting some more. You got to p- hold one up there. For everybody listening, not watching, Matt's uh, over in the corner getting his canvas and his easel and his paintbrushes. <laughs> and he's over there. Matt reminds me of... Uh, has anybody watched Lord of the Rings? Have you seen Lord of the Rings? He's like Tyrion Lannister. He's just so smart and articulate and little. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. And cute. The canvas, the markers. I'm ready to see what you got going on. Nothing going on. Okay, I'll, here he is. He's I'll, back. I might bid in on it. He's back with the canvas and the and the buy these things and the paint pens. All right, Matt. Do you need a reference picture? He's stressed. Matt stress everybody. I mean, there's nothing you need reference for. Because, yeah, I do need for the the the, the guy. No, 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 no. Yeah. I want you to draw Matt. Uh, uh, what's his name? Amadeo. Frank Amadeo from yeah. Mental. Only no, Mental. They, I don't want you want copying nothing. Version. They want the biggie version. I don't just first you, draw his face, you okay? It, you I remember draw what, what they want, so they'll buy draw it. Draw his face. <laughs> what am I doing? What you're what is, drawing a what mental is, portrait. You know, the, uh, listen, granted, this is better than prison, but it's like, what has my life come to? You're a whore I'm for a, I'm YouTube. A wh- exactly. I, I mean, it's it's just you're a YouTube prostitute. Now like draw this. the fucking painting, Matt Cox. I used to have twelve guys that worked for me. <laughs> we were kicking out millions of dollars in bad paper every fucking month. You understand? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. And you know, and now, now I'm taking shit from fucking, fucking Danny, and Hat Rack. Draw well, actually Frank Hat Rack out of everybody in the room, including Austin, because I can just hear him snickering. Um, <laughs> it, that Hat Rack is actually the most sane person in the room. He I mean, except is. for this chick. I don't. She hasn't said a fucking thing since she got here, so I don't know anything. It's about not her job to say a thing, Matt. You're the star here. You're the one that's supposed to be entertaining yeah. the crowd. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Okay. Honestly, look at this thing. What look at it. It's all white. You got to get the paint in there. Is that how it works? I think so. I hear the whispering. All right, Frank Amadeo with the biggie hat coming up. Let's see what he's got going here. Oh, he, he's taking a break. He's scrolling on his phone. Look at those nice paint markers. <laughs> the deck of colors. Oh, fuck. Come on, Matt. Okay, well, this is, that was the Scientologist chick. Right. What'd she say? No, forget it. No, I'm doing this. Tell me what she said. Forget it. What am, and pick, pick something I'm supposed to do. Can you do two things at the same time? Can you fucking no. ink your marker and tell me what sure she said? I mean, ink it, look at the ink on that's this. Nice. Wow, that's nice. Wow, that's beautiful. A lot of ink. Can somebody hold this up for him while he paints it? Shane, go it hold no, it for no, him. No, don't, don't. Here, put stop, it up on like, stop letting him order people around put for it on one there. Thing, okay? This fucking guy. Tell him, man. We need the live view of you, you doing hold it. it up, can, you can I get sucker? the stuff ready? Yeah, go ahead. Fuck, what a... Oh, gee. Oh, so bad for your wife. Fuck. <laughs> Shout out to Lexi. I saw her in the chat. I feel horrible for her. She's got to be going through hell. She's made some bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, she'll take half. She probably put in the work, I'll tell you that. Definitely yeah, she's earned it. She's earned whatever she can end up. The warden runs the show I'm, over look, there. I'm hoping she's got a, like a 10-year plan, you know? She's yeah. five in to a 10-year plan. No, she's already, <laughs> she's already like 11 in. Is she? You've been dating her for 11 years? Yeah. Oh, fuck, boy. She's putting in a time. Real, so recognized, real, Matt Cox. What are the other ones called? Pasco? Pasco? Posca pens. Posca pens? Posca yeah. pens, yeah. So they don't have Posca pens at... They have them at... They're at Michael's. No, they don't have them in Michael's. Really? I used to always buy Posca pens for Michael's because no. I used to do a little art on my surfboards yeah, with the well, Posca pens. I, I assure you, I asked. They don't carry them. That's weird. And this is what she Maybe said. they... Uh, she said, oh, know. these are just as good. They're not. Really? By the way. They're not as good. That's all right. We'll they're, make it they're, work. They're pretty good. We'll make it work. These are good. These actually work pretty good. Aren't you guys going to keep talking? Yeah, I'm walking. I'm going to walk everybody people. through it. How many people are even watching this thing? Doesn't matter. 350. Are you serious? There's that many yeah. lonely souls watching Danny? And <laughs> They're watching Matthew Cox. 90% of them right now are They're in the wa chat. They're watching going, Matthew Picoxo. Danny, you fucking asshole. I love it when they really fucking go so hard. So, answer me. I'm going to I want to talk to you about art while you're doing this, Matt. So, when you went to college for your fine arts degree, you went to USF, right? Yes. <laughs> you know all this. So, I know, but I want to I want to talk walk I wanna, I'm I'm interested in it. So, when you go for a fine arts degree, what kind of art like what do you when you say I'm Matt Cox, hi, I want to get my degree in fine arts. Is there different categories of fine arts because your style is obviously very unique. Like m me personally, I'm a fan of like the the abstract looking art that you can't really tell what the fuck's going on. Like uh, P Pollock, what's his name? Uh, Jackson Pollock. <laughs> Jackson Pollock. I love Jackson Pollock's work with the like paint splattered everywhere. You, you don't know what's going on, but it just you look at it and it just fucking grabs you by the throat because you just want to stare at it and it, it's you can see whatever you want in it. But your style is more like comic book style or like lost surfboard style. Like back in the day, lost they surfboards. Call that pop art, which would be pop kind art, of yeah. More reminiscent of uh, Andy Warhol mm -hmm. or uh, from uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Roy Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein, Lichtenstein. I don't know how you pronounce that one. Yeah. Um, so there's there are you know those uh, guys that are like talking to your mic, talking to your, try to talk into your mic at least. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that would be more. 
Uh, so, there's a guy, actually, there's a guy, uh, Jason Skelton uh, in Tampa. He's, like, huge. So what inspired you to want to become a fine artist? <laughs> You're saying the fine artist thing, okay. Um, I, Get your mic closer. It's an art. I'm, I mean, what, what inspired me is that, Yeah, you like, know, what made you want, was there somebody who you saw? Recently? Like, no, no, when you first started in college and you wanted to be Because I, could, I first started, it didn't. It started when I was in, 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 when I was a kid. So who was your first inspiration? Like, I want to be like that. Was there anybody Frank that Frizzetta. you wanted to be like? Yeah, Frank Frazetta. Frank Frazetta? Yeah, and Boris, uh, I forget his, uh, Boris... Whatever his last name was, yeah. Boris. No, Boris is his last name, I think. Anyway, yeah. Frank Frasetta. Yeah. Can, can you look him up real quick so we can see some pictures of him? How the hell do you spell that? If you put even come close, it'll come up. Frank, <laughs> yeah. What? There's not many people like that. Yeah. Frank Frasetta. He did a lot. Ver? Yeah. Versetta. No, not V with an F. F. F Fer. Frasetta. Fer. Frasetta. F R E S E T T A. Just type that. <clears throat> I think that's Frasetta. Yeah. There you go. With an A. Ah. Frazada. Frazada. American fantasy science. Click on images. Artist. Of course. I was Fuck like reading it. 14, 15 years old. I loved his stuff. I used to read comic books. And oh, he yeah. illustrated a ton of comic books. That's like old uh goes to like Man of War covers or yeah. uh, the Rumplements guy. Ooh, you know, that looks like a fucking magic yeah. card. He's awesome. I wonder if he did this. What? Look at this. And then look at the, look at the rumble. Done. Watch the rumble mitts logo. <laughs> Have you ever had rumble mitts, Matt Cox? No, I don't know what that it's is. It's a shitty liquor. It's an awesome liquor. It is pretty awesome. All right, what their am I, logos. What am I like, doing? What am I drawing? We're doing uh, Frank what? Amadeo with All the right, Biggie ten crown. Bucks. I got ten bucks from uh, Horton. Cool. It's the same. Trying yeah, to get what? the Batman arresting Gary Sullivan. I actually have this guy who wants me to. Paint Batman arresting Gary Sullivan. Wow, we just fucking exposed. So Rumplemints basically copied a Frank Frazetta painting for their logo for one of their pictures. You remember that band Manowar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember it that vividly? Like what the Hold fucking on, posters yeah. look like? Look at these. Look at their album covers. Hold on. Look at this. All right, Matt, come on, let's go. What am I doing? We're doing uh, Frank Amadeo. With and the, what's he wearing? Wait, yeah. show me the picture. Wait, what's Just the, do Frank Amadeo's face with the with biggie the crown, crown the, the biggie crown. crown, and the chain. That's it. Okay, hold on. Can I get a, a reference picture for yeah, Frank? Yeah. I have them. For Frank? I've got, got Frank. it. I already have it. Got one for Frank, so let's go with the reference photo. For so here. Frank Forsetta. And who else? Boris? Yeah, uh, Van, whatever. And just put in Boris Art. Boris Art. Something's going to come up. I forget his last name. What do you want me to look up? Never mind. Don't worry about it. Boris. Okay, what am I doing? Oh, wait, wait. Let me think. So what's the difference between someone like you and someone like uh, Jackson Pollock? Thank He's uh, dead. I'm only close. I mean, I mean your fucking paint style. I mean, he's completely abstract. It's it's. Well, what was he like? Do you know anything about him? Did you have to study him at all? Put your like, Frank. What the what the fuck? What am I supposed to do, bro? I mean, I can't. What am I? There you go. Get creative. Like this one's got a little bit of a bump here. <laughs> you can work around it. Okay, I'm just saying it's not like a perfect <clears throat> canvas, and that bothers me. But that's fine. All right, so we're gonna go with. Fucking, uh... <laughs> you guys want to have the biggie? This. Oh, you know what? I should swap his face. Okay, never mind. Here we go, everybody. Matt Cox is—he's doing the sketch now. 
What is going on? I'm walk. I'm doing a walk. I'm doing a play by play. Am I doing the whole he- just the head and the crown? That's it. I would do. Yeah, I think so. Okay, fuck it. <clears throat> do a bust. You know what a bust is? I know what a bust is. Okay. Ooh, I'm gonna get the audio. Uh, yeah, that's beautiful. Look at that. Walk us through it while you're doing it, Matt. <laughs> I'm sketching Amadeo. <clears throat> this is the the worst. I can't. That's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Guys are killing me. This is awesome. We need we need to take some calls while while he's painting. Nobody wants to call. Somebody give us your number. We'll call you while we'll we'll call you while Matt uh, does this painting. We'll call the first motherfucker that puts their number in the chat. I got numbers. Frank Amadeo. People love him. People do love him. He's the emperor. The emperor. Wow, that's great. So he's already got the face pretty much sketched out. How do? What do I do? To send Austin the number? Yeah. <clears throat> How do I just send it to him? Send him on like a paper airplane. Yeah, yeah write it on here and, and show it and give it to him. I need a pen. Give me a marker. What happened to the pen you were writing with earlier? I didn't write this. Matt did. It's right there. All right. So Matt's got the the hair. He's doing the hair right now. He's already got the face, the shoulders. He's doing the outline. This is a great fucking painting or uh, sketch. He's doing the biggie crown. <clears throat> this person put that in the chat like twenty fucking times. They're gonna be stoked. You're really? This. All right. Yeah. Let's give it to Let's give it to Austin so we can call him in. I want to talk to him while Matt's doing the sketch. There's like a hundred numbers coming in now. Is there? Yeah. Well, let's do this guy first. Who? The guy that you were just looking at, who put it in twenty times. No, no, no I'm talking about the painting. I mean, not the. Oh, number. oh, okay. No painting. Just pick one, bro. All right, we're calling uh, Lou Bob. I mean, how about you, Austin? Just pick one and call him. You see the numbers? Yeah, Austin's got the chat pulled uh, up. Yeah, call him up. They said you look parched, Matt. You need a drink? Matt, I got some tequila right here. I don't need... I, we got water. I have Casamigos tequila. Uh, he doesn't drink. George Clooney. I think we should get him drunk for the first time, though, on this podcast. It's no. against his parole, probably. No, he's allowed to drink. Actually, I think you're not supposed to drink, but I don't think they give a shit. They really show, up on a show us what you got They're so far. Show us what you have so far. Wait a minute. Oh. Wow, yeah. look at that, The bro. number you are trying to reach is no longer in service. Uh, went oh. to voicemail. Fake number. Throw another one. That's fucking great, Matt. This, is, Hold this dude the, is the talented. This is silly. This. So silly. Look at his little tiny arms. I honestly love this. Can I have this for my shelf, my bookshelf? <laughs> What's wrong? What's going on? I'll pay you a hundred bucks for this. Are you kidding me? As long as nobody outbids me. <clears throat> I got a hundred on this painting, this drawing. The person that requested this wants to call in. I'm bidding a hundred for this. Fuck them. hundred? <clears throat> yeah, I like this. Oh, fuck. You better have cash. Who are we calling? Do you know the name, Austin? What is Dave? Hayden? All right. 
Oh, the jets. We need the jets, the jet plane. This is good. The text now subscriber you were trying to reach is Hang not up. available. Like Please leave your message after the tone. Hang up, nerd. Horton just sent more another ten bucks for something. You want something? This is it. fucking dope, Matt. This it. is a great piece of art right here. He's he's got like the rays coming out of Frank's head, the orange rays. This is sick. Tell me the number. Now, can you make his crown? Do you have a gold marker over there? Oh, there you go. If you donate ten bucks in the chat, we'll call you. If you give a real number. Yeah, if you give a real number. We'll call it whatever number you put in there. It doesn't have to be real. Max, send a number. Show us what you got so far. The progress. This is beautiful. Look at that. Wow, you made him look buff. Fuck, yeah. You're so funny. Oh, my gosh. We'll take bids on this. I got 100 on this one. What are you thinking, Matt? What am I thinking? Yeah, turn the mic towards you. I'm thinking I should have stayed in school and I shouldn't have committed fraud. And I. What do you mean? You got a fucking master's degree? <laughs> a master's degree? <laughs> you got a bachelor's? You got a BFA? A fine arts degree. Hey, how are we doing? Hey, how's it going, man? Awesome. Thanks for calling in. We called yeah, him. Beautiful. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've really honored. Enjoy a lot of Matt's stuff. Do you really? Matt, put, put, put your headphones on, Matt, so you can hear this guy, okay? I f- do, it, Matt's it, it, doing me, a, I feel like everybody's yelling at me. Matt's, Matt's doing a portrait right got now. Walked in. People are being yelling right, at me. Uh, What's going on? Let me know. Matt's on the <laughs> Matt, Matt can hear you now. What's up? Do you got any relationship right, advice cool. for him? What's up? No, <laughs> relationship. No, I, no, I've really enjoyed Matt's stuff over the past few months. And here's one of the things, especially... When it came down to the situation with Jess and stuff, which is my ex's last name, but, you know, seeing these kind of things happen and everything and knowing everything that he has gone through and done in the past, him coming to a point where realizing that standing in honor is important to me is that's really where everybody needs to achieve to be. That's some good advice. What's your name? What's your name, man? Uh, Brian Parker. Brian Parker. Where are you from? Where you live? Well, right now I live just south of Tampa, down by Fort Myers. Uh, originally from Michigan. Okay. But you know, looking at being deep in all this stuff. When I first came to Florida, I moved to Everglades City. That was like that's where they were bringing in all the drugs and stuff, and people were kind of looking at me sideways. You know what I'm saying? You know, until I figured out what was going on there. Yeah. And it's an amazing life down here in Florida, living on the water. How old are you? I am fifty-one now, You're so fi- I can kind of right. symp- I can sympathize with Matt a little bit. Although I'm five seven, so I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm a giant. A giant. You're a giant. <laughs> he is. God, he's five no, eight with a good it, pair of shoes. Yeah. No, well, you know, I don't even need a good pair of shoes, but you know. No, in my eyes, with what he's gone through and where he's come to mentally, you know, somebody from the Church of Scientology, good God, you know, they're supposed to be ascending to a higher spiritual level. In my viewpoint, 
Matt has already ascended to a much higher spiritual level than many of them uh, because he's can realize what things are really about. He's learning about who he really is, where he's really at, and that's really what it's all supposed to be about. What do you mean? What do you mean when you say who he really is? What, explain that. Who he really is. When I say that, it's because we are birthed or born into this world with a misconception <laughs> and given a playbook that we're supposed to follow, and it's never really about who we really are inside. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so we have to come to a point in life where we sit back and go, wait a second, who am I really? Am I supposed to be following this little playbook? Is that really what is laid out for me in my life, even though I see everybody around me following the same script? And you kind of sit back and go, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) Who am I really? Yeah. Instead of being told who you are and what you have to do. Yeah. You got to decide that for yourself. Hell yeah. Matt, what do you think about that? Sure. <laughs> have you ever, I, I, have you ever taken psychedelic mushrooms? Yeah. Hell I, yeah. Are uh, you asking Matt or me? <laughs> no, I'm asking you. I'm asking you. I know Matt hasn't. Uh yeah, I I did try them uh, a couple times. The first time actually I started I tried acid. I had oh, just yeah. gotten out of Hell yeah. I, I had been in the Marine Corps, gone through most of boot camp, and saw what it was all about and said, yeah, this ain't too cool. I'm leaving this shit. Yeah. And they said, oh, we'll send you to Leavenworth making little rocks out of big rocks. I said, okay, you've got my address. So anyway, I left, and before I got back to the house that night, somebody said, hey, try some acid. So I said, okay, cool. And I tried it. Nothing happened after 20 minutes, so I tried Some another more. hit. Oh, yeah, no. that was it. <laughs> yeah, so that was an interesting experience. But you know, to me, you don't need those things to really connect to who you really are, where you're really from. Mm. I think it's really about the experiences you go through in life and things like that. And you know what? One of the things that I've noticed listening to Matt, listening to many other people, is that these people that live the ordinary life, you graduate high school, you go to college, you start a family, yada, yada, yada. You know what? That's boring shit. Nothing ever happens there. People that can go out on the limits and really try to accomplish things that are kind of fringe, that's where your amazing stories come from. That's where your amazing experiences come from. And those are the things that really teach you about yourself. Mm. I've said that many times. That's profound. Mm. What kind of weed are we smoking on tonight, I, I my man? I don't know about profound, but I, I think it's definitely true. You know, if you want to hang out, you want to have dinner with somebody, you, you don't want to have a dinner with the guy that's an accountant that he, he graduated high school, he married his college sweetheart, they had three and a half kids or 2.5 kids, he, he got a job working at, at IBM as in the accounting department and he teaches little league. He's a wonderful guy and God bless him. He's the backbone of America and we need middle class, upper middle class people to run this country. But the truth is that's a guy that after dinner with him, you want to shoot yourself in the head. (laughs) Now the guy that's had three DUIs, Right, and, yeah. and been arrested a couple of times, and yeah, he was maybe a couple yeah, banks. Grabbed, you know that's the guy that you're like. This guy's got some stories. He's pretty cool. Yeah, this guy. You know, I mean, I'm he's he's yeah. obviously he's a maybe nut he's job Gary and, Sullivan. Maybe yeah. he's not. Maybe, maybe that's the guy. Well, that, which you go now. This guy's been through some shit. He could tell me some stories. Well, that first guy that you described, that's the guy that I call the good slave. 
Yeah, nice. The good slave. <laughs> good slave. Okay. Cool, man. Well, hey, thanks for calling, man. I really Hell appreciate yeah. your time. We enjoyed uh, hearing your words of wisdom. And uh, keep watching the show. Awesome. Oh, absolutely. All right. I'll bounce back for you, too. Be blessed. Have, a, right, have a great night. Appreciate it. Right. That guy was cool. That guy was super cool. All right, Austin, call somebody else. That was a good one, Austin. We got a good vibe going here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> this painting is turning out great. I'm Matt's got these crazy fucking ultraviolet rays shooting out of Frank's head. Fuck, this is good. I'm already tired. This is better than I thought. His hands are getting. Her, his a, hands are getting tired. He's got to raise some money here. <laughs> this is horrible. No, this is good, Matt. <clears throat> we need to get. Uh, person who suggested this that guy no, no, they won't send the number they want to email the number yeah email oh, to me oh, email to daniel at conc daniel at concrete.com there you go they probably don't want it in the chat right that's fine here yeah. somebody just threw 10 bucks and put their phone number and call them austin yeah or, yeah or call the guy who just donated 10 bucks marson somebody donated 10 bucks said let's get on that jason painting oh Ooh. i know that's that Oh, oh! Call I know this who guy. That, no, that I know who that is. He didn't give the number. He didn't give I, the listen, number. Listen, I designed his Jason painting. <laughs> really? Yeah, I already he designed already it. Ordered it from you. Hello. Hey, what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? How you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? What's your name? Where are you from? Man, my name is Alex. Man, I'm originally from Romania. Watching Ro you guys. Wow. Never heard Alex. Alex wants this for his girlfriend. She loves, yeah. Jay, she loves Jason. Oh, I'm like, really? I'm going to show you my... Look, I, I can't even, I can't even... Listen, even showing you the Jason thing, you're going to give me a hard time about it. But it's my take on Jason, like a new modern looking kind of... It's, it, when I'm done with it, it'll. I'm going to do it in magenta, like that blood red oh, kind of yeah. dark... Magenta Merlot. with hot pink. That's it's Merlot. Be, it's not Merlot. It's, it's, the tube says magenta. So... <laughs> It's a, it's a super, I got a super cool take on the Jason. It's going to be cool. It's, you're just not going to think it's cool. What's your name again, man? My name is Alex, bro. Hey, do you have any words of wisdom for us? Uh, no, I just want to ask uh, Matt a question, man, uh, uh -huh. about the real estate, if he doesn't mind answering. Uh, the question is like, uh, what does he think the next bubble is going to burst? Is the market going to fall or is it going to keep on going up? with the mortgages right now because everybody everything is selling like crazy everybody's buying like crazy the rates are down how long does he think this is going to last or what does he predict for the future is it going to be crashing like in 2008 or is it going to be going down slowly or what is what's his uh, take on it oh i think it's going to crash i think it's going to be 2008 all over again i figure there's probably they could probably keep it propped up for another what 12 months to 18 months maybe but I mean, how how long can you just keep pumping money into a system until it eventually, you know, crashes? So, do you think it's going to be like two thousand eight, or it's going to be worse? Especially with this two trillion dollars bill that they passed uh, with the inflation coming up, do you think it's going to be worse than two thousand eight, or it's I mean, going to be I, something like two thousand eight? I honestly, it's just a gut feeling. Like I don't have the numbers. I, I I wouldn't even know how to begin to calculate those numbers. But I'd say I'd say within the realm. Of the finance, uh, the 2008 financial crisis, I'd say it's about probably in the same, that same realm. I mean, the bottom line is the government will bail it out, and then it'll take. The problem is, is this this time it's not like they have anybody to blame. You know what I'm saying? Like this time, it's like who do you blame for this? 
you can't blame Wall Street. So they're basically going to blame this pandemic, right? Basically, because of the pandemic, everything I, is going to be, well, everybody's going to get paid, bailed out. Yeah, but the difference is that you have to think about the, 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 the TARP package. The TARP package was passed. They went and they, they said, we're going to give the banks the money. We're going to take stock in exchange. Well, keep in mind, about 90 to 95% of the TARP funds have been paid back. Who's going to pay back the money if the entire economy crashes? They can't go to the banks. It's not the bank's fault. So it's just going to have to be inflation. And inflation technically is just you're just redistributing that um, that loss among people. So that means that basically a loaf of bread doesn't cost $5. It's costing 15 and 20 bucks. So people are hungry. People aren't buying real estate. There's a crash. People are being laid off. They don't work. Government has to come in. So, I mean, it could be the 2008. It could be worse. I, I don't know. I'm not I, I'm not that guy. I'm not an actuary. I can't count, count, you know, crunch the numbers. I'm not that smart. But I think ultimately it does happen. You know, I think what to me, I even did a video on my channel about this. Like to me, what I would do because guys ask me all the time, what would you do with real estate? If you want to invest in real estate, what would you do? What would you do? OK, well, w- what I do is because you don't know if it's going to happen in the next six months or if it's going to happen in the next year. What I would do is I'd buy as many single families as I could and I turn them into rooming houses. I'd take the living room, dining room, and I'd turn it into a bedrooms. So I'd take a three-bedroom, two-bath, or a three-bedroom, one-bath, and turn it into a five-bedroom. Because the one thing that's going to happen is people are going to need to or cheap housing. You can put bunk beds in them. Listen, when people get hungry, things that they're saying right now, oh, I'd never live in a rooming house. Really? Well, when you're living on the street, you won't mind bunking up with another guy in a room as opposed to having to sleep on the curb. So the fact is is that that's something you can buy right now. And it doesn't matter if you're buying at the top of the market because you're only buying them for cash flow. So it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't matter if you're $100,000 upside down. If your cash flow is a couple thousand dollars a month, what do I care if I'm upside down? I could be upside down $12 million if my cash flow at the end of the month, if my, my positive is twenty grand a month, what do I care if I'm in debt or, or upside down $12 million? As long as I can maintain it, and walk away with 10 or 20 grand a month. That's what I do. So I would be buying everything, every single, every shithole single family I could buy right now. I'd buy it, turn the living room, dining room into a bedroom, and I'd rent them out as rooming houses. Obviously, there's certain areas you can't do it. You can't do it in a pud. You can't do it in a, in a deed-restricted community. I mean, you have to look into it a little bit. It's, but it doesn't matter. You can buy houses that nobody wants to live in right now. Because guess what? People that need to live someone, somewhere will rent a room. People are renting rooms right now for 150 bucks a, a month. So I mean, I'm mean, sorry, 150 dollars a week. God damn! They're renting rooms right now for 150 dollars a week easily. God you can damn. put you can put an ad on Craigslist right now for a room for rent at 150, and within an hour you'll get 15 to 20 calls. God. Guys desperate to rent the room because the truth is, look, if you're a 40 year old man and you're divorced with two kids, you have to pay your child support. You have to. There are all these things you cannot cut. What I can't cut food. I have to eat. I can't cut making my car payment or making my insurance or my health insurance or paying my my child support. What can I cut? My living expenses. That's the only thing I can cut. So guess what? I want to see my kids. I want to pay my child support. I want to I, I want to be able to have health care. I want to be able to have my car so I can go see my kids. I want to do all these things that I can't cut. So I'm willing to shack up in a room. I'm willing to shack up in a bunk. If you said, hey, I got a bunk bed you can rent in a room with three other guys, it's going to cost you $100 a week. You'd be shocked how many guys will say, I'll take it and be thankful. They'll be thankful to pay $100 a week because 
they don't have a choice. What's that going to be like in a year and a half from now? People will be desperate to get into those rooms. So that's, your own, that's the only thing that's a for sure thing right now. But there's no way you cannot continually pump money into an economy and expect that you're not going to have inflation and a crash. And there's all these economists out there that will say, that'll say – they'll all say it's coming. And then there are other economists that are saying, oh, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Well, what the hell do you guys know anyway? Everybody said everything was you know, peaches and cream in 2007. In 2008, it was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Why didn't we see this coming? People never want to see what's, the, the, what's, what's right in front of them. They don't want to see what's bad. They always look on the bright side of hmm. And, hey, Matt, one more question. What do you think – what about deflation? Do you think we're experiencing right now a deflation and the reason they're pumping money into it is to, to uh, prevent the deflation? There's too much stuff Def- out there, so Def- they need to, the purchasing power. Deflation or inflation? No, no, no. Deflation. I, I, don't, I don't know anything about – I don't see any deflation that's happening right this minute. What, what, do you, what, do you mean, what are you basing that on? I don't know. What is deflation? No. It's when things are basically, undervalued. Basically – no, basically deflation is when you don't have the purchasing power. You have too much stuff stored in warehouses and people don't have money to buy it. So that way people go out of business because they don't sell their product. So that, that's basically the deflation, right? You know, okay. you yeah. have the product, but nobody has the money to buy it. Mm. So then everybody's going out of business, no matter how cheap they try to sell it. Nobody's going to have the power to buy it because there's no money into the economy. You, know, you, it's you feel like, like that's what's happening right now? I don't know. That's what I'm asking you. Do you think I, maybe I that's know. the scenario of like uh, the reason they're pumping so much money into it or whatever? Or I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I think they're pumping money into the economy just because they're trying to keep everybody going right now and everybody's bills being paid and people, you know, eating. I mean, I, I think that's what they're. Where did, my question is, where does all these trillions come from? I mean, obviously, it's just, you know, the money is not. Obviously, they. I heard, you know what I heard the other day? I heard more money has been printed in the last four years than in the entire history of the United States. I don't know. I don't know. But isn't that the causes the houses are going up because the money are devaluating, so you got to pay more money for the same thing? You think the house is going up in value, but what's well, happening is the value of the dollar is going down, so you got to put up with more dollars. To buy the same thing, you think, "Oh my God, my house is half a million. I bought it with three hundred thousand, but the, the but the inflation is so bad that you actually have to put up more money to buy the same thing." Isn't that the same concept over here? Well, I think I think that there's a lack of inventory on the market right now, as far as houses are concerned, because the banks are obviously they're still lending money, and people are putting money into houses right now because they don't know what the future holds. But here's the th- the nice thing about buying a house. You buy a house for $200,000, even if you're paying at top market, okay? Even if you're paying $40,000 more than the house was worth a year ago, the fact is is you're buying a house with a fixed mortgage payment. So your payment's $1,500 a month. So whether the, whether the, if there's inflation and let's say – let's say even if – it doesn't matter if there's a crash and it doesn't matter – and it – doesn't matter if the prices keep going up. You've got a fixed rate. So you have, you have a fixed payment from here on out. So people dump money into homes right now because they just don't know what, their do- what the dollar is going to be worth in the future. But at least they'll have a, a home over their head with a fixed payment. 
So if the prices go up, they're good. If they go down, they're still good. Because if you were to take $100,000, $100,000 might not be worth $100,000 in two years from now or a year from now. But your house will, your house payment will remain the same. I don't know if that makes sense. I probably didn't explain that very well, but they're getting into a house yeah, and yeah. they're borrow and they're borrowing the money from the bank at a, at a, at almost nothing, two three percent interest rates. I mean, they're borrowing. But yeah, but let me get, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. One, one second. Let me interrupt you. One second. Sure. You see, that's the trick. That's how I think the trick is. You see, the value of the house is going up. The interest is going down. Everybody say, "Oh my God, I'm making a good deal. The interest is low, but the high, the house is high." But, but isn't the same formula if I'm buying a house at three hundred thousand dollars with five percent interest, or I'm buying a house at half a million dollar house with a two percent interest? Isn't the same thing? But people think, "Oh my God, I'm saving a lot of money, but I'm paying over the value of the house." But I got a, a small interest rate. Isn't it the same? I mean, it's similar. I I think that your your payment is fixed, and so if the if if prices keep going up, at least your payment, at least you're locked in at a at the same payment, and your money is invested in real estate, so your money should be secure. I mean, I'm I you know I'm not sure exactly. I, I don't know if I'm answering the question right. I'm not sure if I if I am even capable of answering the question. After all, Matt's just a con man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, I appreciate, man. Listen, uh, it's an honor to to talk to you guys right now with, with Max. Listen, it's it's a real, a real uh, honor, you know. Hey, man, and that, that's uh, the reason. Yeah. Do you want to buy any artwork from Matt? No, he's trying man, to uh, buy artwork uh, uh, from uh, me. Listen, I'm on the phone right now, so I cannot watch you guys on the stream. So we're gonna have to probably uh, hang up, and I'll make. If I don't buy it, I promise I'll make a super chat donation over there for Matt. Okay. Uh, all right, you got a deal. All right, so, man. Thanks, hey, it's thanks been for calling. Thank you, guys. Thanks for calling and thanks for watching, man. We appreciate you. Ain't no problem, man. Matt, thank you so much, dude. You're the best. I'm, thank all right. you. I'm on the Jason. All right. I'm on it. All right. Have a good one. See ya. See ya. Yeah, you didn't like the Jason thing? I thought it reminded me of Nicki Minaj, like, sitting there with their ass hanging out. But, but it was Jason, so it gave me a weird vibe. It's not, bro, it's... It, listen. <laughs> it wasn't it weird? No, I just never thought of that. No, bro. It's going to be super cool. It's going to be real dark, dark, dark. Like, the whole thing's going to be But why was dark. he... Squ- why does everybody you draw, like, squatting? I'm just trying to get the whole... I'm trying to utilize the space as best as possible. Trying to get as much of the character in there. Okay. Plus, what I want to put in there is... I want to put... <laughs> I want to put something about Jason... Being, you know, all about... Austin, call up the next guy. All about slaying. Let me see what you got. Who wants to buy this picture of Amadeo? I think Max is a girl. Hey, everybody's saying call Boziak. We should call him. We should call him. We should call him after this. Hello? Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for giving us your number. Oh, cool. Is this concrete? This is concrete, yeah. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, what's up, guys? I guess my stream is a bit delayed because I'm not uh, not here in my. Oh yeah, yeah, there's there's, a, a, there's a about a delay. thirty second delay. Okay, turn cool. turn your volume down on your YouTube. Yeah, yeah, give me a sec. Yeah, I dig that, man. Yeah, yeah, what's bro. up, man? That's weird. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, put, for, uh, I'm gonna put Jason V all about. All right, there you go. All right, Jason we got you. Hose. So what's How up, are you guys? Good man. Where where are you at? Where are you located right now? Uh, I'm actually in Canada, in Montreal. In Montreal? Wow. Yeah, man. I'm just, uh, you know, living the life up here, quarantined like everybody else, trying to avoid uh, their doors, drinking syrup. Are you interested in any of Matt's artwork? We're trying to peddle some of Matt's art, pay his bills. (laughs) Pay his bills. 
We got a yeah. I mean, uh, I sent him an email a little earlier. Uh, I'd be willing to get like a custom piece done. I was wondering how much that would cost. Matt, I'll do it for you right now for fifty dollars. No. <laughs> right now, a piece. He's saying like look, a, look. a scribble. Matt just drew a portrait of That's Frank Amadeo on a, on a piece of. Uh, I think honestly, I think these are more genuine because he does serious? them live. They're live on the podcast. Yeah, no, and don't he agree si- with him. Don't agree li- with him. I don't know. I personally I don't. like it, Matt. Don't I think that's cool. I, I fuck with that painting. Oh Matt's like old God. school. You know. You know what, it, Matt? Good. If you if you do something that's similar to that Marilyn uh, Monroe poster that you did, but in a in a quick. You know, quick time. I'll give you fifty bucks for it for sure. Right now. <laughs> oh my. Of what? What do you want? It's Maryland. Maryland. He's saying Maryland. You want Maryland. Send the fifty. Uh, not- I got a bunch of Marylands. Matt, well, Matt uh, will do I, it right now, live on the podcast, and we'll sign it for you. All you got to do is just PayPal and fifty. Not Maryland. Just, you know what? Make it a self-portrait, Matt. Self-portrait. Ooh. Fuck yeah! With These the perfect with hairline. The- yeah. Hey, they're saying yeah. paint you Self- in, a, in like a most wanted like black picture. and white. Down for that. Black and white self portrait like Marilyn for fifty. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right, he's doing it, bro. He's literally walking oh, man, over luck, to bro. his stack of canvases right now, and he's gonna do it. <laughs> this is good. This is great. I had six hundred thousand in cash one time. In cash. So, now you're now you're sitting in this dump with us. So Matt's starting now the painting the right now, brother. Danny's mother's basement, and I'm fucking right. hoping to get somebody to send me fifty bucks. <laughs> this is so sad. Oh, so is, do you have any good, uh, do you have any uh, words of wisdom for Matt? Do you have any advice for his uh, his love life? <laughs> for his love life? Yeah, we, yeah, we did, need help. Yeah, he, Matt, Matt's having some some issues right now in his love. He just had a big breakup, and he's uh, he's trying to find a new girlfriend. And he's having some issues because he's getting kicked off all the dating apps because he's a con, con man. I'm a felon. He's a felon. Well, you know what? I, I sympathize with Matt, man. I'm not a huge fan of the dating app. No. Um, How I, old I don't are you? Find it. I don't, I'm, uh, I'm 30. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've never yeah, used one of the dating apps of the either. Dating apps. I find uh, in most cases they just end up in really shallow connections, so, mm. unless you get lucky, well, as right? To, as but, opposed um, to meeting someone <clears throat> If you want like a deep, long-lasting relationship, I feel like the dating app mic. is not really the place to be at. Matt, think Matt. Listen to this. What I've been I... with my wife for eleven years. We met at a bar. At the bar. At a bar with him. Yeah. Jesus, she was just in the wrong yeah, place well, at the amazing. wrong time. <laughs> but you didn't. You didn't meet with an app, did you? No, we just met no. at the bar. She walked up no, to me. No, but two thirds of of two thirds of marriages are are from yeah. uh, dating apps. Really? Yeah. Maybe yeah. in like 2020, like the last five years. Yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. Makes no, sense. no, from 19. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched. Um, I, I watched some of your recent videos, Matt. I think you you had just released one. Uh, is it today? I oh, think yeah, I watched right the before you got here. Today. Yeah, people were <laughs> hounding me. Yeah, yeah, I watched that one, and uh, Matt's depressed, man. He's I don't know, depressed. man. I think just 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 keep pushing. You know what I mean? Like I, I watched a lot of your videos, and I like the fact that. You're, you're thinking of your time out of jail early as time that you could just use to do what you want, right? And just try to pursue right. your career Absolutely. in painting. And I think, you know, I, I'm only 30, but I think that life is short and you got to do what you what you want to do. So I honestly, I admire that. Like instead of just going to a nine to five and just going right back into the system, you're trying to do your own thing and build your own business and do what you actually love. I mean, that's honestly, that's amazing. 
I, I, that's, uh, it only took me, I thought about that for about five years in prison, and that's what I came up with. <laughs> Matt but really took the it, bull by the horns. I mean, when he when we did that first podcast with him, he took that opportunity and ran with it. He's sure done did. so, he's doing commercials now. He's been flown across to different countries. He's doing Netflix documentaries. Who's I mean, that? it's me. It's incredible. Oh, I'm impressed with Matt Cox. Yeah, go I it. owe it all to Danny. That's what Danny really is getting at. Right no, you don't he, owe he shit to me. me. He's told me. I'm this. just really impressed. Hey, listen, stop. He's being humbled. Many times we've been, I've been begging him to pay for a meal, and he's like, oh, fine. And then he's like, you know, you owe me like all this, like everything that's gone right in your life is all because of me. Right? <laughs> it's not because you put any effort into it all. It's all me. You know that? I'm like, yes, Danny, I thank you so much. Hey, by thank the you. way, I spent 20 bucks earlier with the super chat, and that was uh, Oh, hell yeah, bro. Matt. See, that, and that yeah. was for Matt. Do you hear him say that was for Matt? All right, I'll buy you dinner, Matt. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, uh, you know. I understand this show is all about the guests, and people love the guests. We got lights to keep on. We we got to keep the lights on here too, man, to keep these uh, people like Matt coming in here for you guys to, uh, you know, love. Yeah, for sure, man. You that guys got a great e- thing going. Every dollar helps. Yeah, it's my pleasure, man. I love supporting, uh, you know, channels that have content that's more out there than what everybody else does. Oh, you know, I like yeah. that. But you there are no there are. But there aren't a lot of them, so sometimes I watch concrete too. <laughs> no, yeah. Nah, but you guys, you guys have no filter. You know what I mean? You're just like it's almost just like a couple of guys like hanging out and just doing whatever, and it's it's actually pretty cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Oh yeah. How long have you been? Uh, how long have you been watching our stuff? Um, not not super long, but I've, I've watched everything that uh, that you've done with Matt. Oh, I awesome. A few other things, uh, like uh, when you had that. Scientologist guy. That was a really dope interview. Oh yeah, which which one? Um, I forget the guy's name. We've had a few Scientologist guys. That's why I ask. But anyways, yeah, the Scientologist stuff. Rinder, yeah, yeah, Mike Rinder. Yeah, that one was amazing. Yeah, he was interesting, uh, dude. Man, the guy's story is is crazy. You really get to see like how insane Scientology is. uh, Yeah, man. From the inside, Matt's dating a Scientologist right now. Dating (laughs) That's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah, I was hearing that before. And she's a but, 10. Uh, and she's a 10. She's... I mean, look, if it works, it works. But I just, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know, man. The, the, stuff, the stuff that they do in there just seems like it's, uh, it's straight up brainwashing. It like is. It's, it's really fucked up. It's a prison of belief is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially when your leader off, is just uh... going around, like, you know, yelling at people. And you hear stories about him just, like, beating the shit out of people who just do things that he doesn't like you know or yeah get on his wrong side like that's that's yeah. kind of messed up right it's kind of the opposite what like a religious leader is really supposed to do yeah no it's it's wild man it's wild what's his name david miscavige he beat the shit out of mike render a few times and mike render was his like number one uh executive in the church of scientology and he kept him in this building with a bunch of other guys and would like punch him and kick him on the floor he was like Push yeah, him on the ground insane, and kick the shit out of him. Yeah, it's wild. But yeah, it, the guy basically has slaves. It's not followers. It's slaves, man. It's yeah, crazy. It is crazy, man. Well, cool. Matt's working on this picture right now. It's looking really good. Um, he's just in like the beginning phases of it. But uh, but yeah, we appreciate you uh, commissioning Matt for this piece of artwork. And uh, any, anything else you want to ask Matt personally? <clears throat> you lost them. You there? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, the the line just cut. 
Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, Matt's working on your piece right yeah, now. I mean, yeah, I got a quick question for you, Matt. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you, you've been through a lot. And, um, you know, you, you've gone to jail for a long time, too. Like, you've had a lot of time to kind of think shit through. I'm just wondering, like, what advice would you have for, for someone my age who's much younger? Um, you know, just to, looking back at your life, like, what would you have done? Uh, obviously, apart from the mortgage fraud and going to jail for 12 years, like, what would you do differently to kind of have a better life, like, either mentally or just in terms of your, your job or, you know, your lifestyle? Stop, don't, don't look at me like I'm going to say something profound because I'm not. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Come on, man. I, because, I mean, honestly, and this is, like, horrible because, like, all of my advice when people ask me this, and people ask me this all the time, believe it or not, for some reason they think I'm inspiring, which is something I've never gone for. Let me just um, give you a little bit of words of wisdom. Matt's, Matt's a false prophet, first of all. Yeah. So, basically, all my only advice is the same advice any father gives anybody. I mean, it's like the same shit your dad says. It's like... It's like, you know, I mean, you work hard, be patient, don't try and keep up with the Jones. You know, I mean, it's, 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 I mean, it, it doesn't, the thing is, is, you know how many times, can't keep up with Jones. You know how many times I, and I, and I find myself doing this. Danny's going to mock me, but it, it, uh, only because he knows deep down it's true. Um, but I mean, I, I actually, Danny actually has a pretty good, like, Danny could drive, he could drive a super nice, flashy car. He doesn't. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I noticed yeah. that Danny puts his money where it's where it's smart and not where it's flashy to let everybody know, hey, look, I'm a big shot. And I find myself doing the same thing constantly where it's like I want to get a new nice car that I pull up in a really nice car. And I think, what are you doing, bro? You're going to put money into a car that's going to depreciate? Like, like I'm trying to reinvest into things that will make me money. I'm trying to not do things because it will impress other people. And that's the problem is that I think most people are trying to impress people that basically don't like them anyway. And they're not patient. They want things right away. They don't want to work for it. They don't want to save. They and, – and just in my opinion, that that's like a huge downfall is like I have to get the bigger house. I have to have the better car. I have to have – Why? What does it matter? I mean, why do you why not get something that you can afford? Save your money. Be smart. Be humble. Be appreciative. Life is so fucking good out here, and people have no clue how good they have it. You could be a Jew in 1938 Germany. You could be an African America African American in the 18th century. In New Orleans, you know, you could be, I mean, there are so many horrible, horrible situations you could have been born into. And the truth is life is amazing here and people just don't appreciate it. And I mean that to me, but to me, that's like, that's not words of wisdom. That's just the same thing that your dad would tell you. So I don't think, I don't think that that's profound. I think that that's just something, something that I didn't believe. It's like, you know, it reminds me of, it's like, it's like money can't buy happiness, you know, but Everybody wants to find out for themselves. So, you know, it's like, but I've had money and I was never happy. I was never really happy. I didn't even realize how miserable I was outside free with tons of money until I had nothing. And I was laying in a, in a bed in prison where I realized how unhappy was I was. I was super happy in prison writing. Happier in prison writing than I am right now. Because I'm now hmm. having to struggle to make bills, to do this, and I not really don't have the time to write like I want to write. 
So it, it, it doesn't make sense. But the truth is, is if you gave me a million dollars, the only thing that million dollars would do was it'd give me time to start writing, which is something I like to do. That's all the million dollars would, would do. It wouldn't change me. It wouldn't make me happy. It'd just give me a little bit more freedom. That's all it would do. That was that was moving. I'm touched. Hell yeah. So I told you he'd mock me. He's some people, <laughs> some people just can't help themselves. Yeah, no, that's honestly, that's uh, that's amazing advice. So basically just, you know, do what you want to do and don't really care what other people think, essentially. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean th- think about it like yeah. this, too. I mean, you, and you've Don't already- get sucked up into all the fake bullshit on youtube and all the ads you want to make more money on amazon i make a hundred grand a day on amazon follow me at grantcardone.com and join my pyramid scheme i mean all that shit's so fucking (laughs) whack bro yeah yeah man there's way too much of that shit it's crazy like everybody wants to get rich quick and not do anything everybody wants to be a guru everyone thinks they have the answers and they want to sell you a course yeah just do what you want no, I mean do do what Man, make, do, what, advice, do what makes you happy. Do yeah. what makes you happy. I mean, do what makes you happy, and don't focus so much on making money because ultimately, making money is not going to make you happy. Do what what you want. You know, do what what makes you happy, and th- the money will come. I mean, in the end, if you're good at something, if you're the best at something, you're going to make money at it. But don't take a job because it it pays a bunch of money. Don't do something just for the money. I would find something that you love to do and do that and stop worrying about keeping up. Most people take jobs because they can. They want money to buy shit to impress people that fucking hate them. They don't even like you anyway. Everybody that I made, yeah. I stole all this money and b- bought a bunch of stuff to impress a bunch of people. And when I went to jail, nobody was there. You know who was there? My mother. It is nice though living in That's a nice it. house. Like when you have like a, a nice a nice house with a pool and like yeah, it's nice. big space and a big yard. I mean, it's better. Than living, it's better a cat. It's better than living in a five hundred square foot apartment. I will tell you that. But don't get don't put the cart the uh, what's it called the cart in front of the horse. Yeah, yeah. Don't put the cart before the. Don't horse. do that. Take your time. You got time. Oh, how yeah, how old are you? I'm thirty. Oh, bro, you can make three or four bad decisions and still come out on top. Uh, yeah, well, you can you make know, five you know and still be all right. It's, it's funny because your advice really kind of <clears throat> hits me pretty hard because uh, right now I, I have a job that I, I do like. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a regular job. You know, it's like a nine to five. And, I mean, it does pay it does pay really well. But I'm at a point where, like, I get really bad tendonitis, right? And like really bad when I work and I'm at the point where I'm trying to decide whether I should quit my job and just focus on my health and just do something else that I like. What's the job? If you don't mind me asking, I'm a financial planner. Tendinitis. Yeah. He's typing all day. Oh, your hands. Yeah. I've had really bad tendinitis over the years and it's kind of gone up, you know, in my neck and in my back and, Anyways, it affects my quality of life a lot just to be at a computer all day working. So I'm at a point now where I'm trying to decide, you know, do I keep this job for the money or do I just do something else and, you know, try to do something where I can actually feel good physically. So, yeah, the, the advice kind of hit me pretty hard. Thanks Fuck for that, yeah, uh, Matt. Would... I think it applies. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. How's that painting coming? It's coming good. Give him a sneak peek. Give him a sneak peek of what it looks like. Hell yeah! It's horrible. It's horrible. Quit your job. Put (laughs) put all your money in GameStop. It looks like the twelve-year-old version of Matt Cox. 
Oh, give me a sec. I, I can't see it yet on screen, right? It takes about 30 seconds. Uh, he's only got the outline done. Wait till he gets the shading done. It'll look way better. You want it black and white, right? Yeah, yeah black, black and white. Okay. Hell yeah. Cool, man. Well, hey, we're going to call the next person. Thanks for calling. We got your uh, send send Matt the uh, the PayPal so he has your, all your info. Address, yeah. And he'll ship this to you with your address and everything. And uh, thanks again for calling, bro. I appreciate it. Thanks for watching yeah, so, all, this, all, all the Matt Cox content. Yeah, so where am I sending the, the money? Uh, Contact.matthew.cox at gmail. It's, I'll it, post it, it in the chat again. He'll post it in the chat again. It's contact.matthew.cox at gmail.com. That's PayPal. Okay, sounds good. And that's his thanks, pay, that's, Have a good night. That's his PayPal. All right, all right, brother. Have a good night, man. Ciao. Call uh, Boziak. Call Boziak. What's his number? It's in Danny's phone. I'm sure you got it. Uh, it's his new number's not in my phone, actually. Uh. Matt, right. let me see your phone. <clears throat> Real quick. Right. I gotta, I gotta find. It. Get. I'm looking for it. I'm getting it for you. I got it, Boziak. There you go. You, Don't say it. Let me just read it. Don't show the camera. <laughs> Matt, Matt's sausage fingers can't help but press every fucking. <laughs> not sure which, which one. one is it. I'm not sure. It's the six. I'm gonna give some shout out. Somebody, Umex Studio sent twenty bucks. Somebody sent a hundred and eleven bucks. Said ask Cox to look up Quadriga. How much? A hundred and eleven bucks. Fuck. Quadriga. Quadriga. We'll look up Quadriga for $111. It's a chariot drawn by four horses abreast. That's a lot of money. Does he want Matt to draw that for him? I don't know. Fucking, you better draw that for him for that much money. I'm a mate. The guy who... Oh. Yo, what's up, bro? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> what up? Not much. We we wanted they, they wanted us to call you live on the podcast because Matt's here. Uh, Matt's here whoring out some artwork for the people in the chat. Is this, this is Bozy. Yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching. You're watching it. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Do you do you have any words of wisdom for us on the podcast today, John Boziak? Matt, Matt, you motherfucker! What happened? <laughs> I heard you talking shit on me. <laughs> oh, he was talking hella shit on your I name. Did, what did I say? No, he was because I because I heard him. You guys put him on, and I caught I caught the caught the beginning of the conversation. <laughs> he was putting some major. No, that was I was saying that people were lies. Like you don't you can, you forget what you look like when we were in that restaurant the other day. Everybody's looking, and people are nudging each other and pointing at you and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't realize he's completely tatted up. His head's tatted up. He walks up. He's like. Yeah, I'd like uh, the number four. And the woman <laughs> at the couch, she looks like she's like ready to hit the fucking Shaking. button. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't walk into the bank together, did you? Heck no. Oh, okay, good. Go no, they would have called the police. Are back you back in Arizona? I'm, I'm back in Phoenix, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. How'd you enjoy your trip to Florida, man? We enjoyed you coming in here on the show, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, it was dope, man. I had a, I had a good time. I always have a good time when I come out. Yeah. Your girl wasn't I mad at I... us. Your girl wasn't too mad at us, was she, for being in the couch? <laughs> no. Okay. No, good. she wasn't tripping, dude. I um, that's funny. I you know I wish I could have uh I wish I could have got to got to hang out and do some more painting. Yeah, that would have been cool. Did Matt walk you through walk you through the uh the basics of fine arts? He... Gave me the finer points. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> gave me the finer points. 
knows how to pay it anyway. He knew what he was doing. Cool, bro. We were just fucking around. Well, the John Boziak podcast is dropping this Sunday. That we were, is that, was that what we're doing Sunday? Yeah, it's dropping this Sunday at 11 a.m. for people who, who are looking forward so, to it. Tell him I ordered so, the, yeah. my boxes, too. I, 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 I so, got my boxes. I ordered the boxes, by the way. Remember the boxes we were trying to order? Yeah. I order. I ordered them. So, anyway. Uh, was it from the company I had, uh, had, I had contacted? No, I never heard from them. It was a com- okay. company in Orlando. John, do you want to uh, do you want to uh, purchase a piece of artwork for Matt Cox to help pay his bills? Um, you know, I have my own art, my own uh, paintings. I'm trying to trying to get kind of off to all of my subscribers um, as well. So the answer is no. If anybody Just wants to go ahead and head on over to uh, <laughs> my, my YouTube channel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. I would- Everyone go, uh, yeah, if you want a piece, if you want an artwork from John Boziak and you're not really into Matt Cox, John, what's your PayPal? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's uh, just uh, Jay Boziak or my cash app. Uh, you can hit me in my cash app, irate, I-R-A-T. Uh, everything, everything's on my YouTube channel. Just look in the description of my videos. I list uh, I list all of my all of my social medias and I list my cash app. Yeah, check him out. John is the uh, most prolific credit card scammer in the history of cybercrimes. Yeah. So if you're Why into not? that kind of stuff, go send him some money on PayPal, and he'll draw you a personal piece of artwork. Yeah, check out my art. I uh, It's all up on my YouTube channel if you guys want to check it out. And uh, just watch my videos, and uh, if you like my shit, you know what to do. And also, I got a little bit of financial advice. For your, for your, for your, for your subscribers. All right, let's hear it. Get out of crypto. Get out. What? What do you mean? It's if just, it's, crypto, it's almost hitting sixty k. Crypto's gonna fucking tank, and people are gonna lose everything. It's Uh-oh. gonna be like nineteen twenty nine, but it's gonna be why? Why? What? Wait, 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 wait. Why are you saying this? It's Danny, a bubble, man. Danny doesn't want to hear it. He it's a bubble. It. It's, the bubble's gonna pop. All, the price of Bitcoin is artificially inflated. By who? Uh, Elon. What a lot of people don't realize is the price. Well, I mean, you know, Elon likes to watch. Elon likes likes to play with markets and watch shit go up and down every time he makes a fucking tweet or or, or he may, you know makes a move. But what people don't realize is you know Bitcoin is tied to the American dollar. The price of Bitcoin is is based in U.S. dollars, is it not? Am I just misunderstanding this whole thing? I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a there's a dollar, a U.S. a dollar amount attached to it. But is that, what are you saying? Way. How is it attached? How is it attached to U.S. dollars? Explain because that. When the U.S. dollar tanks, which it's going to. I mean, just ask Peter Schiff. Watch anything that Peter Schiff has to say. I mean, it's when the when the when the when the dollar tanks and when there's hyperinflation uh, going on in the country, Bitcoin is going to be fucking worthless. Hmm. Time to sell. Absolutely worthless. What do you so think? What, what do you think about GameStops? GameStop, GME. <laughs> We're up right now, baby. Oh man, I know, I know. It's a yo-yo. It's a yo-yo. GameStop. It's it's it's, it's fun to watch. Yeah, it's it fun is. to watch it. So should we it's buy it or sell? Should we buy or sell GameStop right now? Buy the dip. You know what? Uh, buy GameStop. Uh, you know GameStop to the moon right now. To the what? moon. GameStop to the moon. I'm all, hey, I'm on the GameStop train, man. Are yeah, you really? Yeah. How much money have you spent on GameStop? 
Uh, I, I'm about 1,100 in at this point. Hell yeah. Yeah. Really? You think it's yeah. going to keep going up? So, you know, and also, you know, so it's going to keep going up. And, you know, real estate, real estate market's getting ready to take a shit, just as uh, Matt was talking about earlier. And, you know, I think the only, you know, real tangible thing right now to be in is, is, is buy gold, buy silver, buy gold. No, I think buy real estate too, though. I mean, if, you, if you're looking just to buy land, I mean, I would I would invest into into you know go buy ten thousand acres or something, but I think the the real estate market is it's, it's the one it's the one thing the government think, can't print more of. True. I mean, I would wait. Matt's a year. scoffing at me right now. He's I in would disgust. wait a year before I jump in the real estate market because yeah. I think the next 12, 12 to thirteen months are going to be extremely volatile. Yeah. I mean, you have to look at interest rates. I mean, we're at zero right now. They're are going not? up. Interest rates are going up. They just went up That's yesterday. Serious. Which, what, 2%? I don't know. This went up a little bit yesterday. I don't know what the exact number is. But they went up. I heard they went up. You know, I mean, listen, you know, the, the, we're borrowing all this money from the Fed. The Fed just keeps, you know, cutting checks to, to the government. And then we just keep, you know, living off the backs of our children and our children's children. I mean, what's the national debt right now? I mean, how many fucking trillions of dollars is it in? So many trillions. I'm telling you, listen. There's so many bubbles right now. The safest place, if you're gonna if you're gonna invest in anything, in my opinion, it's 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 gonna be uh, it's gonna be gold. It's gonna be silver and gold. Hmm. I right. think crypto. I think I think crypto. I think crypto is gonna ruin a lot of people. But what do I know? What about Litecoin? What about Litecoin? What's that? I don't know, man. I think I, I, I'm just not a firm believer in crypto like i just don't like i understand the technology behind it and i understand the hype around it but i think it's going to be it, i don't know i just it's not it's not tangible yeah like you can't hold it you, you know what i mean like and, and then when you, when you, i can't take bitcoin to the public and, and buy groceries i can't take bitcoin to the to the mobile and put gas in my car you can buy a tesla with bitcoin for, it has to be exchanged for dollars and we and we know the, the you know what we get two percent inflation a year. The Fed say I think it's more like five or six percent a year. Bro, do you know how much Bitcoin the federal government confiscated from Ross Ulbricht? $69 million dollars. Sixty. Right? It was sixty nine thousand bitcoins. <laughs> what is the math? Can you do the math for me real quick? Sixty nine thousand bitcoins. Bitcoin, what is Bitcoin at right now? Like like 57,000 or something? So like 57,000 times 69,000. It's something like 3 billion. Yeah, it's like 3.9 billion. It's insane. All right, well, thanks, yeah, for, not- thanks for calling in, bro. Go ahead. Thanks for your words, to wi- words of wisdom. <laughs> we're we're going to call hey. some more people. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Bodiac Conundrum. Follow me at uh, on Instagram at Slim by Nature. I appreciate y'all. Thanks oh. for fucking with me. Hell yeah, bro. Thank you. All right. Later. Matt, how's that looking? <clears throat> it's coming along. Wow. That's pretty damn good. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. All right, we got we got a couple more calls, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. We've been on here for, like, almost three hours. Three hours? 
We gotta call that one person Max from the UK. Call Max. They sent it to Danny's email. That's the guy I just called. No, that wasn't it. Hello? Hello. Hey, what's Hi. up? Is hey, this Max? hey, baby. Hi. This is Max. What's going on? Hi. I'm doing great. How are you all doing? How are you doing, especially in the pandemic? We're doing we're doing wonderful. There is no pandemic in Florida. We're not, in Florida. Florida. And we're hardy stock. <laughs> That's the way we look at it. Yeah. Happy so, to hear that. Who are you? What's um, your name and where are you yeah. from? So I'm Deja and I'm from the US Virgin Islands. Have any of you ever been there? Ooh, no. I actually have been to the US Virgin Islands. You, your name's Deja? Yeah, Deja, just like Deja Vu. Wow, interesting. That's a good strip club here. Yeah. So for <laughs> the person who has been to the Virgin Islands, how was that like? Did you enjoy the beaches? Yeah, I love the Virgin Islands. I was actually there. I was actually in the Virgin Islands for a bill fishing tournament. It was for a, a marlin fishing tournament. And uh, I stayed on Ooh. some guy's boat, and we were like right. We were in one of the marinas there in um, St. Thomas, I believe it was. Yeah, St. Thomas. Yeah, we were in St. Yeah. Thomas. So we did we did a little bit of diving, we did a little bit of fishing and a lot of drinking. And uh it's kind of my memory is kind of blurry, honestly. It was a few it years. It sounds ago. like you did a lot of drinking. <laughs> yeah, we did quite a bit of drinking. Um so uh Oh, wow, that's great. So uh so what what makes you call in to uh talk to Matt Cox today? So, um I called in because I actually got a call and I just wanted to know if you had any advice on how to make a little extra cash right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could think of a lot I'm, of ways. I'm Deja. I'm, hey, wait, 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 wait. Deja, 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 Deja. <laughs> Would you be willing to uh, come to Florida and go on a date with Matt Cox? I will pay I will pay for your plane ticket wow so I'm willing to come to Florida and spend time with you all Uh, what type of date because I am not single I'm currently taken oh Uh, she's taken that's not gonna work too well (laughs) yeah Matt's looking looking for uh, you know Matt's looking for a single single woman uh, then that wouldn't be me, but I'm sure he's going to find a, a really great person. Do you, do you have, first, let me ask you this. Do you have any, did you hear any of Matt's talking about his love life and his recent breakup and all the, all the, uh, online dating apps he's been striking out on? I haven't, but, um, if you could give me a quick rundown, so that'd be great. The quick rundown is Matt's, Matt's girlfriend of almost two years just broke up with him. Longer than, uh, a little over a year, a little over a year. She just broke up with him. She said basically she loves him, she loves spending time with him or whatever, but she's afraid of committing to him long term because Matt wants like a long-term relationship. He wants to get settled down, have you know, maybe have kids. Blah 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 blah. This girl's never said that. Matt's fifth kids. We stop. Stop ad living. Matt's 51, she's 35, 34. And uh she broke up with mm-hmm. him, but she still wants to like talk to him and text him and hang out with him and be friends, but she doesn't want to like tie the knot with him she just wants to keep doing what she's doing while she's in school blah 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 blah. she still wants to hang out with him but she doesn't want to like be with him and commit to like a long-term thing with him so she wants no commitment exactly so all the fun but no commitment exactly yeah um, so so matt's on all the dating apps and he can't find a girl to 
to take him seriously. Not take him seriously, but he can't find a girl to. You're making it sound you, you, desperate. You I also it. haven't looked extremely hard. I've been kicked off several dating habit uh, habits apps apps. apps. Because I'm a felon, and and I haven't really made an attempt, be you know that much of an attempt, but I'm going to. I, uh. It's been a month. I'm fragile. He's fragile. Stop. <laughs> let me let me <laughs> let me tell you how it really is, Deja. Okay, so he's been on a couple dates, blind dates on these uh, dating apps or whatever, and the girls are like, "Oh, we have great chemistry. You know, I love talking to you, or whatever." But but we're just gonna be friends. Because whatever, because he's too, he, he mm. thinks it's because either A, it's because he's a felon, ex, ex-con, ex-felon, or B, he thinks he's too short. Is he too short to pick up women So he thinks bar? it's something, like, physical, like, oh, he's too short? Or it's because it's, he's, I don't, I don't think it's because of the, I don't, honestly, I think it, I doubt it's because of the prison sentence, because of the ex-felon. Because a lot of people are ex-felons. Just because you did a couple of years in prison for for a fraud, that's not that big of a deal. But how tall are you, Matt? You're five. I'm five six. He's five six. How tall is your boyfriend? <laughs> that's funny. Deja. Oh yeah, um, my boyfriend. He's six three. Ah! He's a goddamn Damn. giant. Hang up on her. Don't hang, don't <laughs> hang up on her. Do not. Well, I'm pretty tall myself, so it kind of makes me feel a little shorter. How I'm tall five are you? Seven, five how, tall, how tall are you? She's five seven. About five eight. Yeah. Hang up on her. Don't Get around out. Do not hang up on Deja. <laughs> how, how how long have you lived in the Virgin Islands for? Um. I'd say my entire childhood, so until I was 18, um, and then I left. Where'd you go? Uh, to PA for college. So I wanted to pursue engineering, specifically chemical engineering, and didn't quite have the focus and the level of research that I wanted to do back home. So I figured, you know, time to travel. Okay. What, but, co- what, um, what college in Pennsylvania? Villanova, Villanova. Are you a? Are you? Are, are you really good at basketball? Are you a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers? I am. I spent some time in Pittsburgh, and I have family in Pittsburgh. So, um, Let's yeah, go. black and yellow all the way. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, we're coming to the Virgin Islands to party with Deja. Do you know I beat Juju Smith Schuster <laughs> in a game of Madden? Did you? Yep. What? I smoked his ass. Prove it. Sounds pretty. It's on. It's on one of the videos on the channel. So, anyways, all right, go ahead. Ask your whatever questions you have for Matt Cox. Shoot. She doesn't have any for me. Yes, she does. Um, Matt, it sounds like you're a really great guy. Someone that's really fun to be around. And you know, this person that you're seeing, they're lost. That they don't want that commitment. Sometimes people are afraid of holding on to a good thing, as weird as that sounds. And, um. I know online dating can probably be really tough. I personally met my boyfriend through online dating. So if it's a testament that it can work, it, you know, take me, for example. But I I would say, you know, really try to find someone that you can communicate well with, someone that you can have a lot of fun with and play with. And um, once you once you find that person, then... Uh, those conversations of whether this is something short term or long term, maybe you can have earlier on, and um, and really all the best. 
Deja, do you think do you think his ex girlfriend's thinking like uh, she's thinking like bird in the hand versus two in the bush type thing? Can you say that again? Is she thinking? Is, is she like have the mentality like a bird in the hand is worth is is not worth two in the bush? Like she's thinking that maybe there's one out there better she can find, so she doesn't want to she doesn't want to tie the knot with Matt. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I think I think exactly that's well said. You know, um, it's better to kind of have you around and have someone to chat with, but not have that commitment. Right, um, right, right. She wants. What, what do you think she's really looking for? What do you think her mindset is? I think she she wants her cake and she wants to eat it too, exactly, and that's exactly. not really fair to Matt. It's not so it's not fair. Um, yeah, setting boundaries and kind of saying, you know, this is what I define for a long-term relationship. If you want that, great. If not, then I can't give you what she wants to. This she relationship wants, is. She so. wants to maintain her her emotional connection and her her great relationship she has with Matt. At the same time, she's going to college. And she wants to scout as much young dick as she possibly can while she's still in college. She likes women too. Don't, don't. And she used to have a girlfriend, which is crazy. Yeah, let's not do that. That'll that'll just piss me off. No, we're gonna we don't want to piss Matt off. No. I I think she really needs to understand what she wants and um she definitely wants more you want her cake and want it too and you know maybe just separating and having some time apart yeah <clears throat> well deja thank yeah. you so much I, I appreciate your insight um i'm so glad we had a girl thank finally you calling. for it's, having me it's so rare that we have a girl do you have any uh questions for matt that he can help you with she sounds like she's got a um yeah i so matt you said that you're an ex-convict and i think that just going through that process you'd have a lot of insight and what what do you think is the biggest thing that you've gained or biggest change in perspective um over the last couple of years i don't know it's a really big question i don't understand the question what what's the biggest i think she's what what she's asking you is uh what was the biggest thing you learned from your time before prison, in prison, and after prison? What was your biggest takeaway as far as perspective goes, and uh, as far as, right. far as your like your outlook on life? No, I mean it's a it's the same thing. It's a it's a it's a a dad answer. It's money can't buy happiness. And talking to the mic, man. It's money can't buy happiness. It's the same thing you already know. It's money can't. There's no. I have no wisdom. It's money can't buy happiness and find something you like to do and do that thing and stop trying to keep it. This is the same same thing that your father would tell you. What do you do for a living, Deja? <laughs> um, I make candy for a living. So I'm a chemical engineer at a candy company. I won't say which company, but um, that's that's what I do. So you can think of me as a Willy Wonka engineer. What, what kind? Of, what kind of candy? What's what do you put in that candy? Virgin Islands <laughs> finest. Um, I think that's a little. Oh uh, yeah, the secrets of the Virgin Islands. We okay. sprinkle Ooh. in tropical paradise. Wow! And, and rays of sunshine. <laughs> You're a chemical engineer. But thanks for sharing your perspective, Matt. Wait, wait, wait! I want to hear more yeah, about this candy yeah. stuff. What's the name of the candy? The company? candy stuff. Send send some candy. Um, 
<laughs> it's it's a pretty big candy company. It's a global company. Where's it based? Um, Where's it based? But Danny will uh, based get you fired. In Chicago. He, he doesn't have a problem. In Chicago. Danny will get you Candy fired. Danny won't get me fired. I won't get you fired. I, I just say won't. He will. I don't he know will. if I can quite say the name. You, you can't say the name. So it's, they don't do marijuana candy. No. Oh, okay. um, but marijuana is now legal in New Jersey. So yep. I'm expecting to see a lot of candy with All weed right. in it. Ooh. So are you going to stay in the Virgin oh, Islands yeah. forever? Yeah. Or are you going to ever move back to the uh, continental United States? Um, I'm actually still in the U.S., but my goal would be to eventually retire in the Virgin Islands. Um, something about the culture, music, and hospitality back home is will always be in my heart. So that's yeah. where I want to um, be when that's I retire. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling in Great. and uh, and sharing your story. We appreciate you, Deja, and thank, thank you. you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for having me. You guys have a great podcast, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Thanks, you have too. a great night. Bye. Bye. That was a, She was great. What a great fucking caller. Deja sounds finer than frog hair. Yeah, Dana, Deja sounds hot. <laughs> She's got a boyfriend, She's tall, and her boyfriend's taller than you are. No, we're, we're on par. 6'3"? Six, 6'3"? Three? Three? Six, three? Oh, okay. Hey, somebody, David L. donated 50 bucks that I want Matt to tell me in detail about the loans he got from Pinnacle Bank. <laughs> Pinnacle Bank? 50, 50 bucks. Pinnacle Bank. Yeah. Dude, this guy. Specific, this guy, he said this guy knows. This guy knows something. He said details. Oh, shit. So, I've never heard you talk about Pinnacle, Pinnacle Bank. Pinnacle Bank? Oh, listen. Yeah, I don't bro. remember hearing about we this. How does this guy know about so this? so much fraud through Pinnacle Bank. And, and, and specifically... <laughs> Specifically, Amy, Amy Early. Amy was the, Early was the account executive. Oh, now shit. married, going by a different name, but she's she is uh, following me on uh, Facebook. Um, so I see her her every once in a while. She, I see her. So she sees your stuff. She sees my stuff. You and, think it's her? Oh, I know it's her. Oh, I'm positive shit. it's her. Um, but yeah, she. Uh, oh. We we did a ton of fraud on, on Pinnacle Bank. <laughs> oh, we had, my how God. much fraud? At, like, what do you think? A million, mean, two million, three oh, million? No. Mil- 10, 10 million? 15 million Ooh, in fraud in just Pinnacle that's Bank. That's what I'm talking about. Pinnacle Bank. It was Pinnacle Bank Corp. And it was owned Shout by Pinnacle. It was owned by a guy named uh, Gary Vaughn. I remember it because it was. It sounded it was very close Sounds to like Bond. <laughs> Vaughn. And I used to joke all the time Vaughn. Gary Vaughn. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, listen, they caught us on, on over and over again committing fraud, too. Really? Like left and right. Gary caught us one time. One time we got caught with, like, it was, like, it was a couple, several million dollars, and they'd already sold a few million dollars to Household Bank. And then they caught us with, like, a million dollars in fraud, and they sold it. They knew it was fraud, and they sold it. To household bank again, another one. What? I mean, that, was just, that was like the industry. They they called up. He was a little threatening when he realized that I was like, "Look, I can't cut you a check for for the money that you for what you caught." So I don't know what you if you're expecting. I'm going to cut you a check for like a million dollars. You're you're wrong. That's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And he was like, "No, but you know, we're going to go ahead and put this in a package that we're selling. So if it comes back on us, though, we you have to agree." 
you'll help me get rid of the, any loans that come back on us. Of course. Of course. <laughs> sure. Of what course am I going to say? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no, nah, you're, you're a hit. Call the FBI. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, of course I'm going to. Of course, Gary, you can rely on me. Of course. I'm trustworthy. And, and Amy would always run air interference. She was always, she'd call you up and be like, listen, this is what they just found out. This is what they know. I don't know what you're going to say, but this is what they know. And I'd be like, okay. And then the Damn. phone would ring like five minutes later. The phone would ring. Boom. I'd be like, yeah, what's it? And I'd have a, a, I'd already have a story completely ready. <laughs> what? Oh, absolutely. Like I, if I didn't know beforehand, you don't know what to You're say. Fucked. Yeah, You're I mean, fucked. Yeah. You had to drop. They asked, did she go to prison too? Amy? No. Yeah. No. She, she got enough. When Pinnacle eventually went under, I like to think by no fault of mine. <laughs> um, I don't know that's true, though. <laughs> I'm um, sure you were a part of that. <laughs> when they eventually went under, she just got a job working for Citibank. You know, okay, Citigroup, yeah, yeah, Citigroup yeah. Citibank. Yeah. Citibank. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Reputable bank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, she went to work for them. God, there was a chick that worked there named Nash. What was her name? And we all went to dinner a few times. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but in detail, my God, bro, we had canceled checks. We had fake pay stubs, fake. I mean, it, that just there was so much fraud that we put through, and and we knew all the underwriters. They would come down. They'd take us to like they literally when they after Gary caught us with a couple million dollars in fraud. A week later, he flew down and took me and three of the brokers out to uh, uh, out to dinner. And really? said what? He sp- he actually said during that meeting he got drunk, and he actually said, um, "Oh, I, I was just thinking about something I can't even say." Um, say it? No, no, no I can't say it. Was it's not, it's not Amy. Anyway, because um, I always liked Amy. I yeah. always kind of had a crush on Amy. You did? Yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah. she's available now. No, yeah, she's not. She's, she's not. Married. Okay. Mm-mm. She's married. Uh, that's I. Um, so. Gary got drunk, and I remember Gary, we were talking about fraud, and Gary said, to be honest, he goes, I don't care how much fraud goes through that company. He goes, as long as it doesn't come back on us. He goes, as long as it goes through our underwriting department and they don't catch it, he goes, and it doesn't come back on us. He goes, if it, if it does go into foreclosure, he goes, I don't care how much fraud goes through that place. He goes, we know fraud's going through the place. He told me one time he caught a guy with fraud. He ta- caught a guy with like a $250,000 fraud. Like literally they'd funded the loan. And like when they went to go sell it to their secondary investor, the secondary investor caught that it was fraud. Like, and it was blatant. It was like W2s, pay stubs, like the phone number that verified the, um, the comp that, that verified the guy's employment, like literally like went to the owner of the company. I mean, so he called him up. He's like, Oh, I had him. He was done. I told him I was going to call the FBI, this and that. Gary said, look, we have to pay X amount of dollars to maintain <clears throat> that loan until we can sell it now you're saying now we can't sell it so it's stuck on our books and we have to pay a fee the longer it stays on there here's what the fee is so he said he came up with some ridiculous fucking like five or six thousand dollars a month he is this guy had paid this like five thousand dollars a month for like four or five months and really the money was just going into gary's just yeah. taking five grand five pocket. grand five grand and he said i don't care if he pays that fee forever <laughs> and he said yeah. eventually he said the guy was paying it till eventually <clears throat> the guy got they sold the house or refinanced the house. And he said, oh, he's up to like twenty, twenty, thirty-five thousand dollars at this point. He was laughing about it. I mean, he was drunk, and we were like, I was thinking, this guy this is fucked. vicious. <laughs> wow. I was like, wow. Whatever happened he's to that guy? Extorting. Oh, I mean, his company went under. Yeah. I'm sure he turned around and opened up another what company. What was his name? Gary Vaughn. Gary Vaughn. Gary Vaughn. Somebody in the chat, 
find out no, where the so, fuck Gary Vaughn is. Yeah, for real. We need we him need, on the podcast. We need him on we the fucking podcast. Out. I'll bet he's got some stories. Oh, yeah. Gary Vaughn is now the CEO of Citibank. Where the <laughs> hell is Gary Vaughn? Somebody find Gary Vaughn for us. Please. How's the painting going, man? Austin, it's looking I really good. I'm Call one more person, we'll end this thing. Thrilled. I'm not Look thrilled at that. with it. Oh, yeah. It's all right. This is my... It's all right, I guess. That's great. Look at it. Eh. Who else could we call? Could we call Amadeo? No, he's never gonna answer the phone. No, he won't. What if we could? What if he did answer though? Yeah, what is? At least try. I mean, you certainly can try. You should try. What's his number? Let me get I it. I mean, I'm not supposed to be talking to him, but you could. I'm sure. Well, oh, we could talk to him. Sure, you could. I don't have his phone number. Oh, you don't have his phone number. All right, no. uh, we can't call him then. <clears throat> Who else cool could we call? Call somebody in the chat. Austin, just pick someone. <clears throat> Is anybody else? We're we're about to end this podcast any minute now, so yeah, only All one right. person has purchased a painting. That's upsetting. Unreal. Well, I haven't checked either. Pretty sure the first podcast we did with the first art auction, Matt sold like at least four thousand dollars worth of paintings. <laughs> Keep saying Keep that. Saying it four. wasn't that much. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I I sold uh, got uh, one paint. Oh, never mind. He, he refunded it. No. Oh. He refunded it. You got oh, more? I, I got another painting was obviously sold. Woo! Somebody else sent. Um, somebody else sent 300 bucks. Wow, who? Hugh. Hugh sent 300 bucks. Hugh. What? I don't know for what, though. 300 is supposed to be. You got to give him a painting for 300. I mean, obviously, he sent too much money, yeah. which I'm okay with. I'm always okay with that. Of course. Uh, Max says she sent her number to your uh, your email like yeah. ten times. Is it a girl? Yeah. That asked for the fucking Elmadeo painting. You call Max? No, I don't. I don't have that number. It's in your. It, have you checked your email? Here, you answer this. Part. He's got to right. check his email. Uh, she requested the Elmadeo painting, and she's in the UK. She said it's like four a.m. Hurry up. Oh, is- <laughs> Hello. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, man. Who's this? Um, this is Isaiah from Texas. Isaiah from Texas. Isaiah Mullins? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> How you doing, man? You been watching the stream? Yeah, I've been watching for, like, I think, a year now at least. I kind of listened to Matt Cox's podcast Hell yeah, on the man. way to work. and Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Do you got, do you got any... Uh, Advice? Any words of wisdom for Matt Cox in his current uh, situation in his love life? Um, I don't. I'm I'm 18. I'm only 18, so I don't have any words of wisdom in that sense. But I did have a question for him. Go ahead. Um, so Matt, do you have any experience with crypto NFTs? No. You know what? Does Matt Cox even know what NFTs are? I have no idea. Non fungible okay, tokens. Well, yeah, um, I think he should actually look into that with his art. I think that could be something pretty lucrative. Oh, I've I've had probably like four, probably art. three digital. Well, I've had like three guys ask me to do paintings with Bitcoin, like of Bitcoin type. You know, no, no, NFTs are completely different. Okay, I don't know. NFTs are like dig- so, digital baseball cards. I have no idea no, what that means. Yeah, so you could you could make a painting 
and um, tokenize it and say, let you could do 10, you could mint 10 of them, meaning you could create 10 of them as a maximum supply and do drops on your channel or whatever. And people can transact them and you'll even have a 10% royalty for every time someone buys and sells it after that. Bro, I'm telling you, NFTs are the next big thing. It's uh, it uh yeah, they like, are. It's everyone. Like it's just make believe. It is, is make believe. It totally is. Everyone's talking about it right now. It's like all the hype. People right are now. making a lot of money. NFTs, bro. Like yeah. a, like Hundreds a video of clip, of like a video clip of like a like a sports highlight of like LeBron doing a fucking reverse dunk or something. You, you do understand? I can barely use my iPhone, right? Yeah, they can do <laughs> I gifts have and no idea. Uh, like I, I don't know half the functions on Instagram. I yeah. just figured out so how to post So, what's your stories. name again, bro? Isaiah. Isaiah, would you be willing to, like, give Matt a crash course on NFTs and explain to him how he can do this with his paintings? Yeah, sure. All right, definitely. Get, I've, been doing, I've been doing all kinds of crypto stuff for, like, three years. And also that, I forgot his name, but whoever else came in on on the phone and was saying stuff about how to get out of crypto. Boziak. Um, Boziak, yeah. I could tell that didn't really sit right with you either. Do you have anything to say about it? I don't know fucking shit about it. All I know is he's got money in it. I have. I own some Bitcoin, and uh, mm-hmm. I know the price is like going through the roof. I wish I would have bought more when it went down to like the low forties a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. But uh, a, a close friend of mine who's actually really big into Bitcoin, and he he does a lot of uh, he runs a lot of like meetups in Atlanta with uh he's he's really versed in bitcoin he he's telling me to buy litecoin right now yeah it's extremely undervalued um but just crypto in general all the things the other dude was saying he was basically stating things that were actually the opposite of what his conclusion was so him saying all the inflation that's going on with the u.s dollar that's actually good for bitcoin mm-hmm. um when this next round of stimulus comes out, you will actually see an increase in the price of Bitcoin because that money that they are inflating our circulation with is encouraging investors to put their money in something that isn't losing value, something like Bitcoin or gold or silver. Or real so estate. That same analysis he was saying actually applies to the opposite conclusion. Wait, wait, wait. He was basically, he was saying Bitcoin is tied to the U.S. dollar. He was saying that when the, um, when, when, the, when the economy crashes inevitably in the next year or so, he's saying that Bitcoin will also crash. Um, yeah, Bitcoin, it is in a bubble, but it is not. It is still going to grow for probably till the end of this year. I'm saying somewhere between 200 and 400K. That's where it'll top out. Goddamn. 200 and what? Until then. 200K. Somewhere between two hundred and four hundred thousand is probably where it will top out. Wow, it's only at like and, it's below I mean, sixty. It's like right around like it's almost sixty thousand now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, even the next month, it will probably hit somewhere between seventy k, something like that. Wow. But what? yeah, Litecoin's a good investment as well. Yeah, Litecoin's it's a lot really cheaper. undervalued. Um, yeah, not necessarily the price. But the ratio between its last all-time high and now, it's pretty undervalued. Okay. How much money do you have in, in uh, cryptocurrency? Um, like I said, I'm only 18. I started it like a few years ago. 
I've probably made uh, somewhere between 200k and 300k. Wow, man, Jesus, that's a shitload of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm basically a day trader as well. So, my man, you're a day trader as well. Yeah. What do you think about uh, GameStop? Um. Well, about what happened already, or no? What's future? going like the future? The future to the moon. I mean, I don't really. Jo- I don't like the whole thing with Dogecoin and GameStop and all the the short squeeze and whatnot. I basically stay as far away from that as possible because, I mean, what goes up that quick has to come down, yeah, and it's just I mean that's exactly what happens. But in in the future, I'm sure. It, I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's not really my my zone. I'm not with the hype trains. I, I like to pick on things that are neglected or are really, I don't know, undervalued. Yeah. So I, I don't really know. How, what what should happen. we buy right now? Um, hold on. Let me give you something. In terms of crypto, crypto A- or, or any kind of stocks. Uh, what brokers do you guys use? I don't. I don't invest. In, I, don't, I don't invest. Yeah, Fidelity. There you go. I don't. Fidelity. Day trade. I don't, I don't you pick, only got like three options. I don't pick stocks, but Shane does. <clears throat> you guys have Coinbase or anything? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have a uh, Coinbase, and I have another wallet, another uh, crypto wallet. I forget what it's called. Okay, um, Coinbase. You got a decent selection. I'd say. Well, for what time frame? Are you talking short term? I can give you something that in the next month you'll double your money. What's that? Um, there's something called OXT, which is a, a, a privacy coin. It's a VPN service, crypto. OXT? Um, you know Edward Snowden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah OXT, yeah. it's on Coinbase. Yeah, um, I think sometime this month, maybe in 10, 15 days, they're having uh, an event. And actually, CNET announced OXT as its one of its top five innovations, and like on par with like the COVID vaccine and like the Apple M1 chip. All these things, like it's a pretty, it's a really low market cap, undervalued, and I've got a big, pretty big bag in it. What's in it? What What's it cost right now? Sorry, what? What's it costing right now? Um, I think it's sixty one cents right now. Oh fuck! Let's go. <laughs> That's a so price yeah, I, say, I like. Look at that. OXT. Okay. I'm buying some tonight. So and then you gotta, also, get, you gotta get Coinbase though. You don't have any crypto wallets yet. Uh, well, download it tonight. <laughs> you gotta upload your ID. I don't. Give yeah, a fuck. for a long term, Litecoin's good. Dash is good. Um, Ethereum, obviously. That's. I think that's one. Of my that's my second biggest holding Ethereum. Okay. So you're you're holding on to your Bitcoin. You're not selling it. Um, no, I'm, I'm holding it till probably December, November, that area. I mean, I, I do technical analysis, so that's not like a set date where I'm like waiting. I'm waiting for my indicators to tell me what smart. to do. Okay. All right. Shoot me an email, bro. I'm, I got to go to the next caller, but shoot me an email. I want to talk to you more about this stuff. Danielconcrete.com. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks for calling, man. Thank you guys. All right. Yeah. Thanks, mm-hmm. Isaiah. Right. See Bye. You. All right, fucking eighteen years old. Bro, Austin he made two, three hundred grand. Jeez, already. Austin, call Max. Dream come true. 
Are you kidding Ridiculous. me? Ridiculous. Max, we're calling you right now in the UK. There's how many hours in front oh, it's, of us? It's not a girl, too. She's. He said he's a bloke. He's a bloke. All right. I wish it was a girl. Girls are more fun to talk to. Deja was fine. Deja was fun to talk Send to. Send some pics. <laughs> oi, oi. Oi, mate. Oi. What, are you do- what are you doing, bloke? Hello. Is that the uh, concrete people? Yes, this is the concrete podcast. How many? How Hello, much? Everyone. How much quid are you willing to give up for a, a portrait from Matt Cox? requested the Amadeo painting. Well, I've only got like 10 quid in my bank account. So 10 quid? Yeah. not buying anything. That's like, I already buy sold, I got, I already, somebody already oh, sent you, me. Oh, you already, sent me money you already bought the, the Amadeo? No, somebody else sent me money. No, no, no. I just thought it, it was a good idea. So. Oh. It was a great idea. I already got money for it. How much you get for it? Um, 300 bucks 300 bucks oh man let's go 300 bucks you how much quid is 300 bucks uh, well probably about 250 pounds wow okay. i don't like saying pounds I like saying quid quid sounds like you don't give a fuck <laughs> well you know quid quid is pounds, 250 quid yeah what time is it over there it's uh 16 minutes past 4 in the morning. Uh, 4 in the morning? Wow, what the are you on? up? Max, what the fuck are you doing up at 4 a.m.? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I, I, can't, I can't sleep. He's Don't watching Matt are you, what do you, are you he's on? Uh, are you on the uppers right now? No, no, no. no other than uh, the natural uh, uppers of uh, having bipolar disorder. You're like bipolar? Wow. Mm. Yeah, although I'm not mad like the emperor. Like the emperor, okay. like the emperor. <laughs> nice. He likes the emperor. He called him the emperor in the chat. A bunch I love time. it. Well, people, people in prison call him the emperor. I've, emperor, he go. I've got, right. I've got a couple of business uh, ideas for Matt that you can have to put. All right, shoot him Max, before you give us the business ideas, we want some relationship advice for Matt Cox. <laughs> oh God, he doesn't want to come to me for that. Why not? I mean. Because I'm terrible with that stuff. How's your love life, Max? Probably not very good. <laughs> not very good? No, non-existent. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. How come so many of our... Uh, how much? How come so much of our audience is from the UK? Is it because of Sean Atwood? Is that I, why? <laughs> no, I don't know, really. I mean, I got into watching your show through watching uh, your interviews with Matt. I like listening to the true crime stories. I think they're fascinating. The true crime's good. Everybody loves some true crime, don't they? Yeah. Women love it. Did you want to hear these business ideas? Absolutely. Hit us with the business ideas. Let's go. The first one is uh, you start selling some really cheap wallets uh, that have your signature embroidered on the back with a fake. Uh, social security card of Gary Sullivan on the inside <laughs> and you market them as Matt Cox's prison wallet <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah I like this, this is, you know, I'm gonna Max I'm gonna make those yeah, and making. I'll give Matt a cut of the profits you know in prison you wanna- guys they have a in Coleman they have leather shop right so it's you can buy leather and make you can make purses and wallets uh-huh. and so you could actually have inmates make the wall. They're actually a prison te- wallet. They're technically they're not allowed to sell wallets. Like they they give them. Oh, I made this for my sister, uh. and they mail it to their sister, and then they, they. But but they'll make 
they'll make super nice wallets and they'll embroider embroider what is it embroider them and embroider, everything yeah. yeah so you do you could you could have the inmates make the wallets that's cool as hell and sell them with Gary Sullivan <laughs> yeah that'd be so awesome what's the next one Matt Take Gary Sullivan uh, the other idea the other idea right just following on from the uh, Frank Amadeus Biggie Smalls idea is that you record Frank's rambling. And then you put them to music and release them as like a spoken word album. So his message can reach the masses easier. I, you know, I mean, I like that, but I, you know, I actually tried to get him, I tried to get him to write a book called, um, uh, what is it? Um, Capital Genesis, which is his business or his how to take over the world idea. Like I was like, right. Yeah, that was his. Right. right. I asked him to write a book, like like write. Let's write this down. Let's actually make a. It could be a hundred pages. You could sell that book. And he just he can't. Fo- he couldn't focus long enough to actually get it done. And he he writes like it's just way. It's just over the top. It's just over the top. Like he he couldn't do it. And I was trying. I couldn't talk to him directly. I was working between me and somebody else trying to get messages, and it just became a nightmare. But I hear you. I mean, it's a funny idea. It's just. Until I actually get permission to go but actually talk to him. He's not in prison anymore, is he? No, he's he's, he's out. On house arrest. He's on house arrest. Well, and... He shouldn't have been in prison in the first place. He shouldn't have not been in prison well, in the first place. <laughs> well, well, that's that's debatable here, Max. Well, the, I think the difference is is that like in the UK, like if you're mentally ill, they'll send you to an actual to like a hospital. Here, uh-huh. they don't give a shit. They just send you Here, prison. they just send you to prison. Matt, he didn't a- pay like three hundred million in taxes or some crazy. No, shit. he didn't. St- you know, he, what are you talking about? He he basically stole one hundred eighty million. <laughs> you gotta exactly. do what you gotta do. I wish that was uh, you know, fucking a. You gotta do what you gotta fucking do. Yeah. Have uh, you had any success in telling uh, Frank stories for like a film or whatever? Oh yeah, uh, uh, man's got all sorts like, of stories for films. How could you imagine like a Frank Amadeo like uh, thriller miniseries? Oh, sweet. listen. You know how hilarious like you, you realize thriller. you could get you could get five to ten years out of his story think oh about it think about God. how many times he's he's trying to he, he's he trying close. to yeah it gets close but puts together a coup and yeah. it almost happens then he puts together another coup and it almost happens uh-huh. and the cia is trying to stop him from doing that and they're trying to get him to do this and the nsa comes in and the i mean the the politics involved i mean you could drag that fucker out forever yeah. it would be, it be 10 and, seasons it, and he's and he's he's do Oh, you didn't read the book, but bro, listen. Do you understand that I he read it. he actually went to a meeting in a Darth Vader mask? Like went to a boardroom <laughs> meeting, amazing. walks in, sits. You got to read the book, bro. You got to get the book. Matter of fact, it's on. I got a um, it's on Audible too. So yeah. he actually, I mean, and and when I heard that story, I thought that's insane. That yeah, that right. could have never. Then I read the transcripts when he was being sentenced. <clears throat> And one of the boardroom members got on the stand and actually talks about how he came in, sat down, and um, conducted the meeting while wearing a Darth Vader hat, and nobody said anything. That's so fucking amazing. A Darth Vader Imagine helmet. sitting there during that. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. What's going on? Yeah. God. He's a god. I, I, He's an emperor. I saw someone uploaded uh, like his depositions or whatever onto YouTube. I, I can't. What? What did you say? Have you seen that? Someone's uploaded last week. Uh, 
I can't tell what the he fuck said. Uh, someone is someone like has deposition. Someone has uploaded what? Like him being someone has uploaded videos onto YouTube of Frank basically like telling his story to lawyers. Have you really? seen that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, those have been out for a long time. Those are actually depositions. Is a mock deposition. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's like a mock deposition that's on YouTube. It's been up for like it's 10, Frank. five or ten years. Yeah, it's Frank. There's, lot, there's, there's lots hey, of hey, video of him. Max, we're getting Frank on this podcast soon, so stay we're tuned. We're trying. That would be great. That would be great. Uh, I'm that in contact with him, and we're going to make it happen, and Matt Cox is going to be present as well. So uh, as soon as we get, as soon as we get his PO to sign off, it's gonna happen. Brilliant, brilliant. All right. Well, I'll let you go, lad. Thanks, Max. Thanks Have a great night, call. man. Thanks for watching. We we love you, Matt Cox's prison purse. Yeah. Oh, prison yeah. wallet, prison wallet. Yeah. So we're gonna um, we're actually <laughs> we're designing some t-shirts, some concrete t-shirts that are Matt Cox. We've been talking about it for central a while. focused. The front pocket's going to have a fake ID that says Gary Sullivan. A face, uh, or a social card or something. With Matt Cox's face. And we got some, We it's 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 going to be done in the next like week or two. So What is happening? We'll Stay let everybody tuned. know since it's done. <laughs> we'll give Matt Cox a cut of the profits, don't worry. Yeah, Matt Cox prison wallets, we need that. All right, do you hang up on Max? <clears throat> uh, I think we're good, Matt. We just did like... Two, I mean, you know, three hours, three hours. It's eleven thirty. It's almost midnight. All right, that's ridiculous. Any any last words? I'm, I you know it's I I'm tired. I want to go home. I want to. When is that place? I'm not getting dinner. I'm getting you dinner. Yeah, right uh, timeout service food till like two in the morning. Are you serious? Yeah. Where are we? Where are we? What's Let's happening? go. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you for watching the Concrete Podcast Thanks with Matt watching. Cox live show. Uh, we love you all. Thank you for watching and subscribing and viewing and uh, getting in the super chat. Uh, Matt Cox, any la- any last words you want to tell? Plug? I, why, I don't have wisdom. There's no wisdom. All right. All right. Subscribe yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, to wait, the no, channel. You got you to subscribe to my channel. Yeah. I got an Instagram, Cox Pop Art, right, as Instagram. Okay. And I've got my channel, which is Matt Cox Inside True Crime. And uh, I have a Facebook uh, thing. No I don't think on Facebook. Any, nobody's on Facebook. Nah. Fuck Facebook. I mean, I, 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 don't I don't know. Know, really. I actually kind of like Instagram, to be honest. Yeah. Like, at first I liked Facebook, but now it's like Instagram. Instagram's where Facebook's done. Is it over? It's over. It's okay. for the old people who are outraged about politics. That's me. Basically. That's me. Well, you'll fit in. Ah, there you go. All right, buy the paintings, buy the books. Buy it all. Yeah, buy, buy it. Buy OXT. Right. Matt Cox, fuckyeah.com. <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen.